from the bottom of the barrel, it's Super Gamecast 2 with your host, Bronson Fiore. What's up, everybody? This is Super Gamecast 2, your number one source for video game news. I am Bronson Fiore, joined by the always awesome Aaron Reynolds. My coffee's too hot, I can't drink it yet. <laughs> Again, every week. I know, I, I, I wait till the last minute. Oh, God. I actually had mine very early this morning because, like, my body was just like, 8.30 seems like a good time to wake up. I don't, yeah, then, that sounds crazy. Yeah, and then yeah. I, like, I ordered my coffee and had my breakfast and played Final Fantasy. It was delightful. That sounds great. Yeah, and you know what's also delightful? Mmm. <clears throat> the wielder of the Banhammer, the mod mommy, Emily Holslander. Yo. See, unlike you guys... I've been up since eight, and I already brewed my tea. Whatever. Nice. Uh, I drank my coffee, so now I just have water. Um, okay. Well. So uh, yeah, and then uh, the ninja of the group. Every group has one. It's true. He also happens to work in HR. I do. I do. Hello. Uh, Jesse, I've been up it. since like eight o'clock, and I'm, well, I'm you guys. ready to drink and i got like all my laundry done and like it's been a productive morning wow nice nice i did, i got a yesterday i ended up staying at uh my girlfriend's place most of the day oh nice so <laughs> uh i what was supposed to be like oh yeah spend friday night with her then like go home the next day and get chores done ended up being spend the night and spend most of the day with her and then come home and sleep nice <laughs> so, yeah yeah so, that, that sounds uh, about right <laughs> so yeah uh today i got a big batch of chores after the show great so yeah no it's been a, it's a good morning anyway but uh we're not we're not here to talk about our morning and we're only here to talk about us towards the end of the show what we're here to talk about now is video game news oh no and oh, oh no. boy <laughs> And nothing happened this week, right? We can just wrap up. Absolutely. And- yeah, no, just <laughs> quick, quick, like 30 minute what you've been playing and then knock off for lunch. All right. <laughs> okay. See you guys later. Uh, anyway, uh, what we got going on here, though, is, hey, do you, I, I've been doing E3 and we've been watching E3 ever since we were like kids. Yeah. yeah. Like kids and teens. Nope. I, I'm ready to talk about those memories, given the nature of this news. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's official. Like I was kind of speculating it ever since I was like 2015 ish, like my second E3, and I was definitely speculating it after my last E3, 2017. Uh, E3 is dead. It just yeah, it is canceled. They, they Not just. Yeah, not just digitally and not physically, just all of it. No more. Well, they said it's it's only 2022. They said that they want to try and do 2023, but who believes them? No one. Not me. Not well, me. Why yeah, would you bother? Sure. Like, why, why, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, the these um, there's like so little benefit for like the the average like uh the average company or the average person. Because, like, let me tell you, as a convention, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, at, like, if you are there to, like, treat it like a PAX or, like, a Comic-Con or anything like that, it sucks. It's horrible. Mm. Okay? Like, oh, I God. see the way that the, like, general attendee experience is. Like, it's significantly worse than the other major cons. Right. You know? 
And like, if you're there for business, yeah, it's cool. It's cool for like to get business connections and get your name out there and, you know, show off your stuff. But if you're like one of the big companies or even an indie dev, like, like there's so there's like such a small fraction of the attention that's on you. Like the only people that E3 really benefits are Nintendo, Sony and Microsoft and Sony dipped out years ago. Right. And then like the biggest of the big games, like your cyberpunks, your, you know, your uh, Final Fantasy 16s, your, you know, your Horizons, your Zeldas, stuff like that, Um, you know, because like. And then, like, it got moved to digital with the pandemic, and, like, that just made it even worse, because it's just like, well, we can just post demos on the internet if people really want to play them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like if we're if we're being real. like You want to talk about, like, what really did all this in is when the companies realized, we could just announce stuff on our own. And when, whenever we want. Whenever <laughs> we want, we can control the environment. It can not be this live mess. Man. Microsoft figured yeah. out a while ago, what if we just packed Microsoft employees into the crowd and then everyone's really stoked about what we're doing? <laughs> Every- <laughs> the, 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 yeah, it was always really interesting going to those in person. My favorite thing, though, at E3, like, in the, like being actually there is at the press conferences when you go look up the teleprompter. So you know what's coming before sure. the people on TV do. <laughs> or, or like most of the people in the audience don't pay attention to it. So you're just like... Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. If you want to know how people get those tweets out fast about new prices yeah. or whatever. Yeah. There you go. That's how. World first before Microsoft announced it. All right. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. No, the, the, so the, the shame part about that is those like the signal sucks so bad. Like the, <laughs> yeah. the people who get those tweets out are just lucky. Like, like I remember like even and the Wi-Fi is just as bad, if not worse, at wherever the hell they hold it most years. So like, yeah. Um, so what did the I Wii remember, presentation in? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That Zelda, that Zelda presentation, yep. where all the phones and shit were fucking with the Wii's IR sensors. They yep. couldn't demo Zelda. So good. Uh, that shit was funny. Yep. Oh um, man. Uh yeah, this is like in a way like I get it because, I mean, very easily in June, Microsoft and Nintendo already just do their own thing. Right. Like like last year Xbox did FanFest. Uh, and like if you're ba- like it's better for the fans because if you're a big fan of Xbox or care a lot about Xbox, then you just watch FanFest anyway and you also pay like 30 bucks and get a bunch of rad merch. Yeah. You know. And if same thing for Nintendo, like you just watch the directing your Nintendo information and like th- that way the company gets more of a spotlight. They're not like vying for fucking attention. And then everyone's like, what about the indies? What about the indies? Like the indies don't get really featured at E3 unless they're like part of the XO lineup. Mm -hmm. Right. Or like the PlayStation indies lineup or a big feature on switch. What ends up happening is they just kind of just fall by the wayside. Like that. Honestly, if you're an indie, you much rather go to PAX because then you can end up in uh, what's it called? The indie megathon or mega booth. Okay. Uh, Indie mega booth. Yeah, like you end up in the indie mega booth and like you actually get, you know, featured, God forbid. <laughs> yeah, or you try to get yourself on Nintendo and wait for a, a total indie direct. 
Yeah, exactly. Like there, there's like if you're an indie, like E3 is, and like if you're because there's like no win for anyone except for journalists, right? Like, 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 yeah. If you're like trying to get connections or interviews, E3 is amazing. But other than that, like, there's it's it's a non-starter for like most most people. It's, you know? uh, I mean. And here's the thing is that, like, there was a lot of good news that came out of E3 when we were watching when we were kids. But let, let's be honest. The real reason we watched E3 was for fucking tire fires. When, yeah. When shit broke <laughs> or much. someone, like, came out with a really bad idea and just everyone had to just act their way through it. And it was it was incredible. Um, I remember. So, I, like, the thing about that was, though, is, like, and the memes. Let's not forget memes. Either. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, let's put, like. <laughs> to this day, it has been over a decade, and we still hear the words, my body is ready, uh-huh. and giant enemy crab, Yep, and 599 US dollars. <laughs> like, to well, this bam, there it is. day. Well, bam, there it is. Like, all these are still memes that are, like, still around. Because, like, you had the entire video game nerd world staring at you mm-hmm. for three fucking days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually, my earliest memories of E3 were not watching it though. It was like I would get Nintendo Power, oh, and they would do oh, their, yeah. and they would do their E3 issue, which was always just like thick as fuck, <laughs> and like you just, and you would literally be able to read that for months and months and months and months of stuff come out, right? Like you, and just like get super geeked and excited for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my earliest memories watching E3 were like. I was like Nintendo put out like trailers in 03 and 04 on their website that were like this big. Yep. They were like 320 by 240. Mm-hmm. And you're like watching them on your fucking like big 17 inch giant cathode computer monitor. It's like whatever. This, like, is, this is what it takes to load a video. Just, you know, let me see this. And, and then you know, and you, you and you watch the Metroid Prime Two trailer like fifty times, <laughs> and yeah. the Twi- the Twilight Princess trailer fifty times. Uh, and then yeah. I first started watching the full press conferences in '05 mm-hmm. when Gamespot aired the full Microsoft, the full Sony, and the full Nintendo shows. Oh, okay. And it just seemed like the coolest goddamn thing. Um, I and like I remember that initial three. Like I remember those first showings of PS3 and 360 very vividly in my mind because what ends up happening is uh, I watched both of them and I remember like going into the internet and people like saying like oh the PS3 looks so much better and being like yeah but dude all these 360 online features look incredible what are you guys thinking mm, right <laughs> uh, so you know yeah, yeah. uh I, I was a big uh i was on the internet too much other than myspace uh at that time so i was i got in through tech tv turning into g4 mm-hmm. uh following all those those conferences and events and demos and whatever um mm-hmm. always a fun time just just a just a lot of fun which is so funny considering that it started out as just like a business conference uh, i mean it was always a really rowdy business conference i remember like you listen to people who've been there like almost the entire time yeah but and like you talk about you hear about like i think it was like 2001 where they're fucking sony at a post party with the foo fighters yeah yeah you know like but, yeah. like in like the mid 90s it was like Here's some hella PowerPoints. Uh, and then, you know, to be fair, they still kind of did some PowerPoints up until 
Um, I remember Sony in particular did like a little big planet, like Sackboy yeah. jumping around. Uh, yeah, the, yeah the, the PowerPoints didn't really go away until like 20, 2010, 2009. Right. Like that, that's when the PowerPoints started to go away. Um, but like, yeah, I remember uh, the, the, the PS3 reveal one in particular, the first like 45 minutes of it were like, look how well PS2 is doing. Look uh-huh. at PS2 sales. Look at the, where PSP just came out and it's doing gangbusters and whooping ass. Um, you know, all, all this. Excuse me. All this stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, and like and then like over time, like I know Microsoft started to get away from that stuff first. Mm. Right. And then it started to filter into everyone else of like, okay, with the, with the exception of Nintendo with the Wii, it's felt like, like after like Oh five, like it fully moved over to no one gave a shit about numbers except for Nintendo. Mm, and that's, sure. be- and like, that's understandable giving, given the Wii. Exactly. Obviously. Yeah. You know, so when you got away from the uh, numbers, the moments like they had to start figuring out the PS three situation. Oh god, dude! I remember like E three oh seven felt like a real clusterfuck for Sony because they were just like trying to salvage everything. Yeah, just because they're like, oh, we're doing a PSP slim and price cut, and like we got this MotorStorm bundle, and like the PS two still thing kind of, and like oh, we're trying. Yeah, you know, like it was. It wasn't until oh eight when they did that like little big plant presentation and that Resistance two presentation with the like giant building thing. And uh, like Metal Gear 4 had just come out. Yep. You know, Mm -hmm. like that. That's when like PS3. So, but yes, like I I remember um, one thing I remember also is E3 2009 when the Beatles came out for Microsoft. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That was real cool. It was real cool. Yeah. They number of different uh, celebrities that came uh probably the favorite was uh south park because those guys were just natural comedians um mm-hmm. it was really good i think steven spielberg came out once yeah he came out for boom blocks mm-hmm. it was always a favorite movie. to bring out like a famous athlete for like a madden <laughs> like a <laughs> ea game and they're just like awkward as shit and they're like holding a football <laughs> or a trophy or something and it's like like nobody no, nobody in the audience knows who they are no one and knows <laughs> oh no you want to talk about the best e3 presentation mm. uh it was i think it was 2018 when they had andrew wk yes do that oh, I concert remember that for one. Bethesda. god yep and like half the audience is kind of into it, and half the audience is just awkwardly confused, and he's just <laughs> like fucking being Andrew WK Dude, on stage. It's so good, and the the funniest part is that no one gave a shit about Rage, which yeah, I believe no, was that the game, game was that just for. came out, and no one gave a fuck. But it's I like here's like, Andrew WK, like fucking yeah. Like, yep, I guess that's a thing. This coffee's taking I'm, a while I'm to here kick to party in. hard. I'm here to party hard. I found out he released an album last year. I've yet to listen to it. God damn it. He, oh, he damn has some good so music. Good. And, like, he's he's ridiculously big in Japan for some reason. Like, he did uh, he's huge. this, like, tribute Gundam album that was, like, what? pulled on by oh, Bandai Namco. Yeah, I have a question. Okay. Is Andrew WK an idol? Like, he a Japanese idol? Uh, I think he's close. I think he's close to that. He's closer than most. 
Okay. All right. I'll take I, it. I don't know if he. I don't know if you would classify him as an idol. I don't think so. But I think he's okay. close. Um, um, I he's lo- allowed to have a girlfriend. So <laughs> what? He's allowed to have a significant other. So. <laughs> um, I I I want to see Andrew WK. I think he could pull it off. He wants. I, he should have a VTuber version of himself and then become a VTuber. Because he's be got really the personality funny. there, like he. I'd watch. I, I, yeah, I would love to watch that man stream. Yeah, I would. I would pay good money to watch Andrew WK fucking stream. The most Andrew WK Andrew WK thing I've ever seen is that he hosted a Cartoon Network show called Destroy Build Destroy, and it was just getting kids to destroy <laughs> and build and destroy things. Like that's amazing. That's yes. Oh. Yeah, yes, yes, so. 110%. So, yeah, that was probably my favorite just because I, I love Andrew WK so much. Um, of course, Andrew like... Andrew WK is great. Yeah. We, we, this is not the first time we've talked about Andrew WK on a number of streams just on Super Gamecast 2. Um, fans mm-hmm. of the show will remember. But uh, I think probably the most storied uh, celebrity guest is probably The Rock. Oh yeah, that was actually not E. Was that not E three? That was not an E three thing. Uh, Damn, that had some E three energy. It did. Him and Bill Gates. That was actually uh, CES. Oh yeah, yeah. CES sometimes oh. can do uh, that stuff too. That was uh, yeah, they, yeah. Or and then they had one, and I want to say it was GDC. Hmm. Like yeah, but that was that was definitely CES. For sure. Like the Beatles are the biggest, but that didn't have the E3 energy. That was just them. No, it was just them coming about, out. Hey, we got our music. Hey, they, they got our thing. Dude, go buy our thing. Yep. Mm. We're running out of that Beatles money finally. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so. I. man, I don't know. There's a lot of fun stuff. Uh, the, and, and then that was like the thing that was showing to me the last couple years of e3 was that like the fun stuff that would break and be messed up was dying down because people were learning not to put on bad shows but like that was a problem for me <laughs> yeah um, no it, it totally kind of it kind of ruined it a little bit like i'm not i'm not gonna lie like, like like the last year or it was either the last year or the year before they had keanu reeves come out which was like an incredible moment um yeah. and then it wasn't even all that much like an E3 moment. It was just a fun thing with Keanu Reeves where he's just like, E3, cyberpunk. <laughs> just like, you're breathtaking. You're breathtaking was huge. And yeah, was it didn't take off, moment. but like Jeff Gerson pointed out, like, I want to see this thing on every screen. Uh, the moment where Keanu goes, check this shit out. And then like points to its TV. And that should have like taken off as a whole thing. And it didn't. Yeah. Uh, I'm missed just, opportunities agreed agreed uh then uh, there was uh what's her name for uh um the game just released Star um, tokyo oh yeah the, the, the uh, tokyo? yes yeah the the director of that um fuck what's her name i know who you're talking about yes you know what i'm but, talking about like she was just fantastic and adorable and uh just full of energy apparently she started her own studio or is like getting into her own yeah she, she left Ghostwire yeah to go, to go work on her own shit kind of kind of want to hear her thoughts on it given the reception that it's gotten uh yeah it's gotten very middling reception yeah not so. terrible just middling mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's about uh, how i felt about it i was like it's okay yeah, yeah like, like it's fine so like, it, 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 it was like yeah the last I don't know if that was the last year of E3, um, but like it was like Keanu Reeves, wanna, it was her, and then it was the dog. That was I want to say that was 2019. Yeah, it was 2019. Okay, um, it was that E3 with Keanu. Yeah, well, 
Yeah, and then 2020 didn't happen. 21 didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, they're digital, of course, but who cares? No, but nobody cares about that. Nobody cares about that. That's not the dumpster fire we wanted or desired. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So that was the early 2000s E3. (laughs) Right. Yeah. What's a real bummer is that G4 is now back and now there's no E3. (sighs) Don't, 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 we don't, we don't talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen very much of it. I see like, what, Kevin Pereira is like posting some stuff sometimes. Yeah, Attack of the Show is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, X-Play is is back. It's Adam Tesler and uh, Frost, who I guess is an esports personality. Okay. Uh, Yeah, she she had her little blow up and they had to have Amaranth on to like get Goodwill back, which was hilarious got amaranth on okay well um nope. uh, it's and, entertaining uh, yeah and I, I know xavier woods is involved somewhere mm-hmm. xavier woods is yep. wonderful mm-hmm. um and uh but yeah so like i don't know it, it's it's funny i want to bring this into the 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 fact that jeff Keeley exists um, that he does and <laughs> yeah he has risen to prominence not just by hosting E3, but he then created his own Game Awards thing, and then just due to sheer eyeballs on his stuff, has become kind of the Game Awards thing people look at. Like, yeah. people yeah, who care about games will go to, you know, a GameSpot or an IGN or whatever and look at those lists and compare them all. Uh, but, like, in terms of, like, public perception of Games Awards, like, his Game Awards is the place to go. It uh, doesn't matter how wrong they are. Um but I, I like, mean, that's like the Oscars, like, you know, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, but he's got a summer games fest. He's been trying that to start that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be all digital this year. Um, they are also going to attempt a physical thing or no, they didn't even say, I don't think he, I don't think he said what they're going to do for the next year, but they're already thinking about what they're going to do. Uh, Cause I think at that point we're all going to be back to visiting in person. Uh, do you think I he mean, make, do you think he makes a run for it? I mean, I think that like given the nature of the game awards, it's it's literally being like he's gonna have his middle of the year thing, which is a bunch of announcements, and then the game awards, which is also a bunch of announcements. Like, right, that, that's but that's like that's E three, isn't it? I mean, yeah, kind of. Except you don't have that giant thing where people actually go to it. Well, like, right. Uh, so, like, in so in terms of like value, I know we just talked about this recently, but I want to bring it up again. Like, in terms mm-hmm. of value for journalists and developers specifically interacting with each other, like, how important is E3 compared to what's going on the rest of the year? I would say, developer for developers and press, it's very important for everyone else. Like, pfft, who cares? So, like, um, yeah, why not go back to? Because yeah, like, that was a thing was that like E3 was like trying to look for sources of revenue and so thus they opened up to the public and then right. that messed up the the expo portion of it mm-hmm. um, for the people that were trying to do business or whatever. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I know E3 is going to try like next year to try and make that happen again. And Summer Games Fest could just be like, nah. Yeah, no, just c- come watch this. Do this thing. Like I'm make sure, it really sure attractive, yeah. Make it really attractive for the major players, like because Sony's been bowing out of E3 the last couple of years, and yeah, because they they don't they don't have a real reason to be there, right? <laughs> like in all in all honesty, like so if Jeff Keighley know. could could play his cards right, like he he could be the E3, he could be the E3 killer, and then become the new uh, E3, just like he did with the Game Awards. 
I, I just I just want him to I just want there to be memes come out with just him. I am the E3 now. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah, he didn't even have to put out a meme. He just like the moment that news came out, he put out a single tweet that had a winky face on it. Like <laughs> that really happened. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's gunning for it. Uh, Lordy. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I mean, why not? Right. Yeah, right. Uh, which now brings me to a new question. I'd like to a theoretical question. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm something of a of an on and off wrestling fan. WrestleMania is happening right now. Okay, I'm very curious to know where this is going. Go yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Same here. <laughs> so uh, it's going on right now. It happened yesterday, and then there's a night two happening tonight. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, wrestled for the first time in like 17 years or something. Uh, oh shit! Okay. Yeah, go on. And. Um, but uh, the thing about how WWE came to be is that Vince McMahon started buying a bunch of territories and then he needed to make big events. So he made it WrestleMania uh, and he, it eventually evolved into like there's one big thing, pay-per-view thing every month. But it started as the big four, which is WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. Survivor Series, SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Jeff Keighley. The, the, the video game industry has always has like, especially in the last 20 years, you had. E3, you had Game Awards, and then you had the two PAXs, which mm-hmm. was like not a place for announcements or anything, but it was like a celebration of games. People would like fly across the country to go I mean, to this people, people, uh, shit was announced at PAX, just not nearly as much. Not nearly like, as yeah. much. Um, for being like fair there, but go on. Right. I, I, I would like, I'm just imagining Jeff Keighley as the video game Vince McMahon. He kills E3. <laughs> He becomes the E3. Uh, he sets his eyes on Pax. Oh God! And I, I want to, I want to forward the question to you guys, con goers. Uh, how how would you beat Pax at its own game? What would you? Can you? Is there anything uh, about Pax that, as it's run now, that you think like could be done better, and they're just not doing it? Pr- like price and lines, like because like it, it's. It's gone up in price, mm-hmm. so I think I think that's a big part of it. Okay, and then fucking lines is another lines big part. Of it. Yeah, man, those lines are just um, like that, those are the two that come to mind. Where I'm just like, I wish these parts of packs were a significantly less shitty experience, right? Um, and, and to be fair, the line like the lines also depend because there are some of the lines that are like not bad at all to deal with, yeah, and then some that are just a total fucking nightmare. <laughs> so it just, just kind of depends. Um, if they can get like the streaming games technology to work well enough, like imagine just having like a bunch of hard wire connections and then wheeling machines around and like adapting to the crowd sizes and where they go. I mean, yeah, that wouldn't be that would not be a bad option at all. But um, I don't know. That would take it would take a lot. Obviously, I'm just saying D- D- Jeff Keighley's mind, the fact that he's he's gone on, he's competed with other game awards and become the game awards. And now he's got a summer game fest and it's uncontested this year. That man's yeah. going to set his eyes on something else. I know it. I don't, of course, like that. that's. <laughs> Yeah, that man, you know, I, I like that guy. The weird part is like that guy started out as just like a standard journalist. Right. That's the yep. that's the the really crazy shit there. That's what's amazing. It, it, it all, what it happened because he was host of E3, right? He would like get yeah. his suit for G4 or whoever and just like sit there. And then, yeah, and just do the, do the thing. 
Exactly. He'd sell his, he's, and then he sell, sold Doritos and Mountain Dew, and, and the rest was history. <laughs> you know? Oh. Yeah, it sounds about right, actually. <laughs> Uh, E3 will miss you. Yeah, we man. We, 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 we salute you. Yeah. I, I, well, where else I are we going to see Zach Efron and Jamie Scott just blazed out of their goddamn minds trying to play a video game? <laughs> uh. High, the highest art I can think of. Yeah. Truly. <laughs> we, we don't no. know what we've lost until it's happened. Where else are we going to see? I mean, I suppose they could technically still put in the effort in nintendo directs but i don't know anywhere else where we can watch uh miyamoto in muppet form dancing around i mean you're not wrong there where where uh, um reggie and iwata had a, a anime fight god damn it yeah yeah that's it's a sad day. It, 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 like I'm conflicted because I have all my positive memories and positive feelings about E3, but on the other side of that, I'm also like, this is an outdated, fucking obsolete nightmare event. So yeah, yep. whatever. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, like, uh, yeah. If, if, uh, if Jeff Keighley were to replace E3 with Summer Games, like remove, like take the people out of the event have it be press and devs uh and even then like is it worth it like does it does anything come back do all of these kind of fail on some level right like that's a that's a very good question you know if like, jeff keely just becomes like a stream that showcases a few announcements like they're yeah. great i think that might yeah. be it because everybody's kind of doing their own thing now right like yeah. you have state of play yeah, you have kinda. nintendo directs you have the microsoft stuff like i just don't want to lose the event you know, like this moment, this week of June, where we, yeah, we the, talk about the, video games and the future of video games. It's a fun time. It is. It's it's a, it's a really good time. Mm-hmm. I know. So, uh, oh, so. E three. Well, yeah, we have Summer Game Fest. We'll we'll look forward to uh, this year. We'll cover that when that comes around. It's, uh, absolutely. You yeah. know, So, you know, we'll see. Yep, we'll see. All right. Um, Alrighty, well, uh, moving forward. Hey, PlayStation Spartacus, it happened. Oh my God! All right, it is yep. finally here. Let's dig it's, in. And it is woefully disappointing. Is it? In my in my opinion, I, uh, I've been saving, looking at all of it until uh, this this news bit. So. Okay, so they've announced that it is going to be a three tier service. Okay. Um, which is, which is you have your base tier, which is what it is now. Everything stays the same for Plus. Okay. Then you have PlayStation Plus Extra, which is the same price as Game Pass. Game Pass uh, Ultimate. Uh, yes, Game Pass Ultimate. Okay. And it is basically combining PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now. Okay. But putting it in a new brand called PlayStation Plus Extra. All right. Then you have PlayStation Plus Premium. Which is all the benefits of the other two tiers and adds an additional 340 extra games that include PS1, PS2, and PSP games for streaming and download. Hmm. So, and download for those ones. And PS3 games will be available, but only to stream. Streaming carried out on PS4, PS5, and PC. Premium members will receive limited time trials of some games. And that one's 18 a month uh, or 120 a year. Am I reading this right? It says cloud streaming of PS3 games. 
and streaming or downloading of P- PlayStation PS2 and PSP. So no download of PS3 because PS3 just confuses this console so bad. Yes, exactly. Okay. They really they really had a missed opportunity here with the naming. Um, PlayStation Plus Extra is fine, but they could have called the third tier PlayStation Plus Ultra. Right? And yeah. would have gotten just a shit ton of people subbing on that alone. Yeah. <laughs> Premium yes. is like a, a, is a word that like turns people off. It sucks. I don't like it. Uh, ultra. Come on. That's a that's a video game word. Like Absolutely. Wow. Like my Hero Academia reference. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, you know. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, as it says here, critically, these services will not offer first-party PlayStation games at launch. Dumb. Super dumb. Because apparently that would harm Sony, I guess, is the the company line they're towing. I mean, I get. I, I have to imagine, like, Game Pass has been out for a while, and they just, whoever they have that's running, you know, their business, they're, like, trying different business plans to make this work, and for whatever reason, well, I mean, for, for whatever reason, they're Sony and not Microsoft. Um... Right, when you don't have billions of dollars to throw at the problem, I guess. Yes, that makes sense. I mean, yes, it's just as an end consumer, though, like, what's, like, the biggest reason I play games on my PlayStation 5? It is the PlayStation exclusives. Like, in fact, I don't think I own a single fucking game for that console that isn't exclusive to it. Sure. Um, Versus, like, my Xbox, it's because of, like, the day one, like, Game Pass stuff and, like... The fact that multi-plats have generally been a little bit better. Um, and the cross-play function. Like, there's all these extra features and stuff you get. And mm. it's just like... And that, you know, that 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 goes a long way, man. Yes. Yes, it does. Uh, so... Um, um, man. Yeah. Uh, and then, it's, and then yeah, their, their top thing being 18 bucks a month. That's a little rough. That's steep. Yeah. Um, That's real steep okay yeah. well um I, I don't know what, what are you guys thinking what do you i'm already playing for paying for playstation plus i have i already have a year of plus i'm not picking the service up i, mean, I will try plus. it like I will, i'm uh, yeah like i i have like i already own so many goddamn ps1 ps2 and psp games Right, like the, the the real winner there is PSP games, depending on what they get. Actually, in my case, right. So they didn't even re- release a list of what games no. that are offered. Yeah. So we we still are waiting on that. Yeah, I, think it's I really don't know. Depend on what those games are. Like if if those games are all like shit tier, you know, shovelware, then yeah. But the, and I think there's no way they can do that. But I wouldn't put it past Sony. Mm. Like that's the thing. Like I have like so fucking little confidence in this company. <laughs> Like that's the you know that's the truth of it. Like I have, I have just so little confidence in Sony doing the right thing, mm-hmm. right? That like it it, it that's kind of what it feels like, right? Well, it won't it, it won't happen until the PlayStation Six. Like there at the end of this this cycle, it's gonna it's gonna cycle back like it always does uh, between Microsoft and Sony, and Sony's gonna come out on. on Willing to bet Sony's going to come out on bottom here and then they're going to come back on top with the PlayStation 6 when they decide to start putting the consumer first. Mm-hmm. But are they? At, they're not at bottom now. No, they're not. But I mean, also, like, how many of those devices are actually getting used is another question I have. 
and, mm-hmm. and not being what scalped or scalped or just sitting in like a warehouse yeah or mining sitting there collecting dust or yeah, like, <laughs> um yeah like because like i bought one but you know like if you go off of monthly active users like i've played i've like up until last month when you had the two big exclusives for the platform i barely touched it sure Been sitting there doing sure. nothing um hang on i'm, I'm just looking something up I love this this sentence here. It grants you everything in the, in the essential for plus extra. It grants you everything in the essential tier plus access to a library of what Sony called the quote most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games for download. <laughs> if the PlayStation Classic is any indication, nope, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> These other games that we released for you that you probably bought, yeah, so some of them are. Uh, we don't we don't talk about those, but let's talk about the most enjoyable ones. Yeah, I don't no, know. It's weird. It was just a weird just, wording. Just really vague. Just vague as shit, you know. Um, yeah, like I, yeah, I I can't really say how I feel about this until I see what the games are, right? I mean, yeah, like that that's the that's the pro like you have to see what the games are. I mean, how's their how's their indie initiative on it, right? Because I mean if they have a really good indie initiative on it, um you know, like that, then, you know, hey, fuck yeah, let's go. Like that, that that's that's fantastic, you know. Oh, here, um, uh, uh, in case in case uh, you're bummed about E3 not having infographics anymore. I pulled up uh, this article from last year. PlayStation targets over 50 percent of the game's console market with PS5. Here, here's some fucking graphs. Yeah. Shorts, let's go. Let's go. Look at these numbers go up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, making a bunch of rich people money. Love it. <laughs> Love it. PS1 gamers have stuck with us. Anyway. Uh, fuck. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I, mean, I guess this is still too early. Like, obviously, the, the price point of premium does not look great to me, except, like, the one thing they got going for them is that, like, when you say PlayStation, PlayStation 2, PlayStation, or PSP games, along with streaming yeah, PS3 games. Uh, like that's a huge library. The the like the PS3 games. What the fuck ever. I have a PS3. It's in my living room. It still works. Sure. The the PS1 games. Eh. Okay. PS2. Yeah. Uh, uh, PS2. However, and like and especially PSP because like I've been looking to rebuy a PSP for a fucking while. I bet. So, I mean, granted, it's not a handheld and, you know, I like still like uh, that's awesome. That's really cool. Yep. Uh, so I don't know, man. Uh, uh, Jim Ryan said that they're in a virtuous cycle with their studios and that releasing new games that launch on these new subscription services would break that cycle. A virtuous cycle. Uh, what does he mean by that? I do not know virtuous cycle it's gotta be something i assume it has something to do with how they're how they pay them right i don't know i don't know weird yeah so um, so yeah i guess my my end result is i'm gonna wait until i see what what's on it because this, this is vague yep yeah like I, I mean i'm glad we know what it is now though yeah like uh, like if at minimum <laughs> yep. we know what it is yep um you know we know what it is we know uh you know 
went. Yeah. So, so, so they're not calling it. Uh, they're just going to continue to call it PlayStation Plus, but now like but, it has essential extra well, premium. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, very, very Apple-like naming here. Right. Yeah. I know. That's kind of what it feels like. Um. I know. PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Online multiplayer access. Yep. 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 Okay. Well. Yeah. I'll just. I'm just going to keep waiting. As, no, someone, as someone with a fiber internet connection, I could take advantage of uh, PlayStation Plus Extra. Yeah, I, I just got fiber. I kind of want to test streaming on it sometimes, see how it is. You got fiber? Yeah, I got fiber. Uh, I got to call AT&T and have them reschedule some shit, but... That's going to be fucking cool. It's fantastic, uh, FYI. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's been, it's been great. Like, like uh, I was watching Steph download Final Fantasy in another room, and it was like 300 fucking megs per second. Yeah. Wow. It was fucking awesome. Uh, oh, lordy. All right. Well. Fine. Um. Yeah, so. We'll wait for more uh-huh. news on that. Anyway. Um, What's the next news story? The next news story is that hey guys street fighter 5 is getting a massive update and it's gonna be its final update and it makes me almost kind of want to play street fighter 5 is that so um so yes um all right anyway uh let's me pull up this story hold on one sec 79 pages worth of patch notes yes sir they changed a lot yes sir it's in a pretty good place. They're making this game not poo poo anymore, which is great. Uh, which is good. It's I'm very a funny that they would make such crazy changes right at the end. And, uh, yeah, I mean that's what they did with Ultra though. Like really? Ultra Street Fighter. Yeah, because like Ultra mm-hmm. Street Fighter Four came out and it was like the definitive version. It was around for like a year and a half. Okay. Oh, so you know, is this their uh, way of saying that they're not touching this after? Basically, it's yeah. like, like this is yeah. a, 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 referencing Harada. Don't ask me for shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. uh, that's what that that's what that's saying. Okay. Um, and it'll be a while before we get Street Fighter Six, so they've got to do what they can to. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, especially after that initial reveal, I was like, oh, that game looks ugly. <laughs> that <logo laughs> looks ugly. Like it's just like they're trying to suck all the personality out of Street Fighter. Yeah. Uh. Uh, Man. That's 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 the truth of it. Um, all right. Well, anyway, so 79 pages of updates. The one I'm most interested in is the fact that it is getting a uh, cell shaded thing here. It's getting a cell shaded filter uh, and uh, new visuals of the filter add depth and vibrancy. And then, uh, yeah, that's kind of it. It'll have a 20 that says 2022 premiere pass with costumes for Bison and other characters. Recolors for all 45 characters, two profile themes, and 10,000 fight money, which honestly isn't shit in that game. All right. Uh, yeah, so a bunch of quality of life features, and it has gone out saying it's a goodbye to its flagship fighting game from the PS4 era, and it'll be presumably focused all its attention to the recently announced Street Fighter VI. We'll hear about this. They promise we will hear more about the sequel in this summer. Uh, this is being known as Street Fighter V Championship Edition Definitive Update. So, yep, and it's going to be, as we as we all know, it's going to be part of EVO. Right, yes, so, so we'll be seeing a lot of a lot of this version of Street Fighter V uh, this year's and probably next year's EVO. Right, maybe, maybe, maybe longer. 
Um, so you think about playing Street Fighter, maybe? Yeah, like this actually kind of makes me want, uh, kind of want to check out uh, Street Fighter Five again for the first time since season three. Like, I, like at the beginning of season three, I was really into it, and Dragon Ball Fighters came out, and I was like, "The fuck is Street nope. Fighter?" <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, what happened? So, so yeah, um, you know. All right. Anyway, yeah, I, yep. I mean. I, know, I hope the fans are. I hope the fans like it because yeah. I know. I know Street Fighter Five has been in quite a state for a while. It's been a very up and down road. Yeah. Um, Jesse, what's your take on Street Fighter Five? Because you you were. I know you were a player of it as well. Yeah, I, I think right now it's in the best best state it's ever been. So I think I think this is a good move. Um, make it you know better. Uh, Seventy nine pages worth of patch notes. That was. A, a bit much. That's <laughs> right, yeah. so intense. <laughs> uh, and like there, uh, I, I took a preliminary, like I didn't look at my main, I, I'm a piece of shit, so I play Dalsim. Dude, um, I play Ryu, so you're fine. Uh, Dalsim's a, a piece of shit. They nerf some characters that like don't deserve nerfs, like Chun-Li got nerfed. What? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't understand why she wasn't like top tier or anything to begin with this season, this last season. But okay. uh, the cell shading, though, I'm really excited this, about. I mean, yeah, I just pulled good. this up on look screen for the video, and this cell shading looks really good. Yeah, no, it, it does. You are right about that. It, it, it looks, it's kind of going to be the mode I want to run this game in forever now. Yeah. Hey guys, sure. uh, this pixel filter looks awful. Oh yeah, no. Yes, it does. This they, they are releasing this, huh? Okay. Yes, this looks terrible. <laughs> They're like, oh, we had a pixel filter. Like, oh, that's cool. All right, so like, are they doing sprites and stuff? Or no, no. Oh, you just, oh god, mm-hmm. that's terrible. All right, yeah, don't worry about that, everyone. Yeah, that's 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 no, we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, hey, hey guys, they had a dance theme. Ah, yes, 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 right. yes, yes. Uh, um, anyway, all right, Street Fighter. It's good. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Street Fighter is good, uh, and uh, I'm 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 a fan of these updates. Uh, I need to look up what it would cost to get fully caught up, because I own the game in the first three seasons and nothing after. So. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, I, this, this, they have to have like a, a fully boxed product, right? Yeah, here we go. Yeah, I'll pause this to. for a second. Pause and figure size this so I can see what the fuck Yeah, yeah. Um. You got 11. Yeah, so with both premium and character pass, all five characters and content, character plus character pass. Okay, so yeah, I missed out on season five, premium pass, 40, so like 40 bucks. 40 bucks or 25 bucks. Okay. I love right. when they're like, oh, we got you some Steam PC wallpapers. Yeah, great. Thank you. Not like, not like that's not going to be thrown that? somewhere right. on the internet in seconds. Who does <laughs> Why are people offering wallpapers with anything? Like, just throw up the throw up the, the JPEG. What are you doing? I mean, I mean yeah, like, I was going to say, like, um, sir, I can get the full, like, the full, full, like, Final Fantasy wallpaper kit for free on their website. <laughs> I can I can Photoshop Shuhei Yoshida taking a shit on an E3 stage and put that as my wallpaper. Like, why do I need, why do I need this? Yeah. Okay. So right now, if I want the full like season five championship edition plus season five premium, it's looking like it's sixty bucks. Another so, sixty, huh? Yeah. Uh, that's the PC version. So I would 
just need the upgrade kit, I believe, because I have the PlayStation version. Mm. So, hold on. Um, so, I'm. oh no, okay, so I would need to get the season pass and the... Uh, the season five pass and then the championship edition. So I'm like probably spending like 50 to 60 bucks. Okay. Um, this is the shitty part about fighting games nowadays, people. Yep. yep. Oh. Now um, I want you to calculate that into quarters. Okay, hold on. Yep. <laughs> Give me a minute. Uh-huh. So I'm going to just round it up and say $60. All right, so 6.00 divided by 0.25. Mm-hmm. That would be 240 quarters. 240 quarters. Uh, let's see, divide that by 52. 4.615. 4.615. So, like, I I mean, that's, let's assume, I imagine a Street Fighter machine is would probably ask for, like, a dollar, right? I mean, back in the day, yeah, a dollar. Yeah. Nowadays, it's probably like two bucks. Oh, yeah, that man. Uh, I, I thought I was going. I thought I was going high with the dollar. That shows you how long I've been away from arcades. Round one recently. No, like no, I have not. Fifty. <laughs> yeah, that shit is expensive. Fuck that. Um, Why do you think, like the dude, the FGC is poor? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I know. Like that's that's crazy. Uh, I would have expected like two dollars for like the Ace Combat Machine or whatever the fuck that that plane. Oh, I think those are like five. I think those are five now. No, yeah. it's not happening. I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> Why do you do arcade? Like arcades are dead. <laughs> like they. I know exist, you got round but... one, and yeah, I go to arcades to play with the, the stupid basketball hoop thing, and then, but whatever. Yeah, All right, like, so. I, I go there to go on the claw grabber and uh, like poorly play a couple of things, and then I'm done. So okay, so you, let's you know. say one dollar per game if you play four games of Street Fighter a week. If we're going by yeah. arcade rules, then it's worth it. But and you well, the thing with arcade rules is like you're also getting the experience of the arcade and the yes. social community versus playing this at home uh, is just you and your room with your fight stick being sad. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so. Uh, which brings me to my next question, Bronson. When are you going back to local FGC events? Uh, when like that's a good question. I know I've been wanting to go with Jesse, Blazion, and Jerica, mm-hmm. but it's a matter of like a finding out when and where they are, and b how if they're worth going to. Because like the last ones I went to, there was like barely a community for any of the games I played. Oh, like there was like yeah. two dudes playing Killer Instinct and like five playing Dragon Ball, and then I was I was actually teaching people how to play DOA. <laughs> Damn. I like I set up a little DOA booth. I'm like, come check this out. <laughs> so, Where are they you know. holding these events? What? Uh, they used to hold them at the Atlantis. Now they hold them up at the university. Damn, man. Mm-hmm. Well, university is not a bad place to go, but. No, it's not. Oh, well, damn. But the Reno FGC in a state. Yeah, it's at the point where I'm actually considering just going to Sacramento local sometimes. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not too far. Yep. Mm-hmm. God damn! Yeah, that, that's sad, it's not. Though. It's a two-hour drive, and like the level of competition is significantly higher. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, Reno does have a top sixty-four player in Street Fighter. Sure, I believe that. And I think we have a top sixty-four in Tekken. Jesse, have you heard about any of this? I have not. This is all news to me. 
Yeah, okay. Sorry. No, I was one with the, those crews for a little while and then just kind of, you know, fell off. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. the plague happened, and then after the plague happened, like, you know, it's yeah. it's been hard to get locals organized and together. And the Reno FGC. So decided to move yeah. here and, like, be part of an FGC, and then the plague happened. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We'll make our own FGC, Jesse, with blackjack and hookers. Damn right. <laughs> just honestly, you should. You should start an FTC and then just make a bunch of Everclear and like, all right, let's go. Uh, I believe, I sir, it was called the paint. I'm sorry, can. the paint Thank can. That's what I meant. Jeff. Yeah, that's what I meant. Don't hold our events at the Mustang Ranch. It'll be great. Yeah. Oh. yeah, no. Let's drive up to Muscade Ranch and be like, "Hey, look, man, can we like re- we don't need it for sex stuff. We need it for video." <laughs> <laughs> oh, the exact opposite. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't like, see we, why that would be a problem. We just need this room for this purpose. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. Oh fuck! <laughs> Time to give back to the video game community, Bronson. Let's start an event. All right, yeah, I'm down, dude. I've been wanting to do a panel for ages. I just haven't been able to pick a con. <laughs> I mean, you know. Because, um, like, the Reno con scene, like, kind of died. Yep. Um, and then, like, I'd rather cut off my foot in the new aving at SAC anime. Sure. Um, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so with this, though, uh, we have some more good Capcom news, though. Yay, good. By the way, like it's, it's positive video game industry news. I love positive video game industry news. Capcom is raising employee salaries by 30%. Wow. Ooh. Yep. Across the board, uh, average employee salary of the company by 30% as well as introducing a new bonus structure tied to overall business performance. Uh, their new chief of human resources, uh, or they're establishing a new chief human resources officer role. Uh, these initiatives are to intended to retain game developer talent as well as boost overall productivity. Driven by its philosophy of being a creator of entertainment culture that stimulates your senses, Capcom will work to address the issues facing our society while aiming to improve its corporate value and establishing a relationship of trust with employees and stakeholders. Capcom wow. will also continue to improve individual employee performance review process. Its training programs going forward, Capcom's human resources will be reorganized around four departments in order to continue to create AAA quality titles sustainably. The R&D Human Resource Department, Health Productivity Management, People Strategy Team, and Human Resources will work under our new Chief Human Resource Officer. With this structure, they'll work to bolster productivity. Capcom has managed to hit a stride recently with, credi- with critically acclaimed and successful games recent years, such as the Resident Evil 2 and 3 remakes, Devil May Cry 5, and Monster Hunter World and Monster Hunter Ride, leading to record sales and record profit. Yeah, it's it isn't the only company increasing employee pay. Bandai Namco announced to be increased its pay by fifty thousand yen per month, which is about five thousand dollars per month. Is that five thousand or five hundred? Right, zeros, no three zeros. zeros it's, five, it's is it two zeros or three zeros? I don't know. Let me go to Google and do a conversion. Google, help oh. me! I can't math. <laughs> please, please, four hundred eight dollars. Four hundred eight. How much? Four hundred eight. Four hundred. Yeah, I know. The, the traditional rule in the past was you drop. It was either two zeros or three zeros. I just forgot which. Yeah. Uh, so. Um. All right. Well. Wow. That's what a good move by Capcom. And yes, like this is all due to. Uh. I mean, this. They obviously you should try to do this anyway. But like, the fact that this is coming off of like Resident Evil two and three, Devil May Cry five, and Monster Hunter. Like Capcom has been on a roll. All the. Games just with the exception of Resident Evil Three, which is just kind of okay. Like, mm-hmm. ev- and it sold great. Like, it all those games are great, absolutely yeah. 
bangers. Like Monster Hunter World got me to like Monster Hunter. <laughs> right. Um, fucking Devil May Cry 5 is one of the best games I've played in fucking years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have, um, you know, uh, and then you have Resident Evil 2, fucking masterpiece. Resident Evil 8, probably the best one since 4 in my mind. Um, not as good as 4. Let's not be crazy. Let's not be crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was still pretty good. It was still really good, though. Yeah. Like, uh, a, a good, good, good job. Cool. Uh, yeah. So, you know, no, it, it's, uh, you know, hi- highly like that. They're on a real roll. Uh, I, I think that. Uh, I'm I'm a big fan of what they're doing. I'm obviously a big Capcom fan. I always have been. Sure. Uh, you know, like I love I lo- like I would love a Lost Planet th- uh, four. I know, <laughs> like I a Lost Planet reboot would actually like like the the teams that are making like Devil May Cry and uh, Resident Evil. Like you get those people onto like a Lost Planet reboot. I bet they could do some really cool yeah. shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you have, um, and then you also have uh, what is it? Um, Marvel's Capcom, get that shit to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> That'd so, be good, yeah. So um, I do have Capcom. Most of Capcom's best-selling titles have come from this generation. Wow, like what they would consider their platinum titles, okay. like the, the they're their best of the best. Which uh, number one, and this is, is Monster Hunter World, of course, followed by Resident Evil Seven, mm. Resident Evil Two Remake, mm-hmm. Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Okay. Resident Evil 5 and then Resident Evil 6. Wow. Monster Hunter Rise. Mm. Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 5, Resident Evil Village. Wow. Damn. Um, that is their top 10. And then uh, if you want and then some other notables from this generation are the Resident Evil 3 and Devil May Cry are 12 and 14. Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate is 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, Street Fighter 2 Turbo is 19. I'm just mentioning that because I like Street Fighter 2. And then, yeah, then 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 you kind of just they start really drifting into mostly old shit at that point. But yeah, well, because like Capcom went through this really fucking dark period mm-hmm. of like being sustained by Street Fighter Four and Monster Hunter from uh, what was it like two thousand like like basically from when like Resident Evil Five came out until like so like two thousand nine until you know twenty seventeen. Hmm. You know, like they kind of hit that like that was a really dark window for them when they were doing shit like Bionic Commando. Right. You know, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it's it's good, man. And they're a good developer. I, uh, I just want to highlight this quote here. Driven by its philosophy of being a creator of entertainment culture that stimulates your senses, Capcom will work to address the issues facing our society while aiming to improve its corporate value and establishing a relationship with, of trust with employees and stakeholders. That bit you do not see companies just straight up say like we should probably get ahead of the issues facing our society that are causing some issues like disparity yeah pay no absolutely affecting man, our mental it, health and man if you look at Capcom's overall history like you got that fucking marvel 2 you got that phoenix right mm-hmm. you you know they got those disney games okami mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they are they have a long and storied history of good shit and so, like and you, the thing is, is like most game, most companies like have a, like one game that like a like a handful of games that are kind of bad but still sell well. They have one bad game in that top ten. Okay, yeah, and it's Resident Evil Six. Like the rest of those games are fucking phenomenal. Yeah, yep. So 
Yeah. I mean, Cap- um, Capcom is no surprise, like a, a big, a big company in the video game industry. I, I when I, you know, I'm going to be honest, I'm still to this day shocked that after they had that like devil, like after they had Devil May Cry and um, one other game get big promotions with um, with um, <laughs> Xbox, I'm surprised Xbox didn't try and buy them. Um, them and Sega like I really am because like that like I know Microsoft is behind in Japan and they don't really have a Japan focused studio and and, like I'm just Capcom's a good way to go about it yeah yeah could you imagine oh hey Monster Hunter is exclusive to Xbox right yep yeah yeah you know when when we I think we were one of the first times we were talking about all these acquisitions I was surprised that Capcom hadn't been picked up yet the the two I was surprised at were like Capcom and uh, Sega yeah. Sega obviously has like a, a history with Xbox uh, that like that would that would be a real good fit. Yeah, um, Capcom would be a good surefire way to be like Japan. Notice us, God damn it! Notice me, senpai. Jesus, uh, I know um, you are just absolutely allergic to our company, but please. Uh, yeah, like I, honestly, because of acquisitions keep happening and the industry keeps shrinking more and more and more, I really do see uh, what I do end up seeing happening is uh, is Capcom probably being bought by Microsoft along with Sega, and then Square being bought by Sony. Yeah, yep. That's that's what I see happening. That makes sense. Um, um, like Square and Sony have been just buddy buddy for so long that you know, yeah, just it just it just makes sense. It's you know, mm, Final Fantasy. Yeah. Fine. The, the fi- yes, exactly. 100%. So. I'm still also shocked that Microsoft, like Sony, uh, Bungie offered themselves to Microsoft and Microsoft didn't take it. Um, I, so that, oh my God. That, that, like, that's, could you fucking imagine? What are you fucking doing? God damn it. Like, especially because, like, that, then you have cross. Like, the only thing I can think of is, like, they're like, dude, all, almost all of our best games are live service games. We can't. But we don't need you. you know, that's I mean, the yes. only thing in my mind. Because like, I'm like, because you look at Microsoft platforms like Sea of Thieves, live service game, mm-hmm. like Halo, live service game. Uh, you know, uh, you know, like the, the the list goes on and on. Like, it, like almost all of their Forza Horizon Five, kind of a live service game. Sure. You know, like it, it's the you know Gears of War live service game. Like the only thing that I can think of in their category, like a game they have that isn't in that category that's recent, is the Outer Worlds. Right, right. But here's the thing, man. Wouldn't it be cool to have Bungie of all people be a part of your company to so you can they can if they can spare it, like help out with other studios for stuff like I don't know this next news story. <laughs> right. Oh, hey, uh, so <laughs> Halo, Halo Infinite, Halo, 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 Halo. How's that going? It's a great game, Aaron. I love it. <laughs> all right. Next news story. I, I just haven't played it in two months because there's been fuck all for content. Yeah, uh, I, I got I, I finished the battle. Here's the thing. I loved the fucking game. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I absolutely loved the game. I put a hundred hours into it. I finished the battle pass in two and a half weeks. I finished the campaign in two days. Uh, it is the best Halo since three. Period. All right. All right. But big but it still is just missing a ton of content. 
Like it is missing tons and tons and tons of content and they're adding more and more and they're fixing shit, but it is still very apparent that the community is frustrated and they even said like, we get it. We know it sucks to wait. We get that you're out of patience with us. We're sorry. Yeah. Like we understand. Yeah. Um, the exact quote is, uh, we understand the community is simply out of patience. Uh, we are certainly not happy to be able to meet players' needs and community expectations. Uh, however, we also assure that meaningful content is on the way. It just unfortunately takes time. There are indeed a lot of challenges and constraints, and we're not happy to be able to meet those needs. Um, and right now, the focus is on Season 2, and we'll have more share on that in the coming weeks. Meanwhile, a lot of production, planning, costing, planning, hiring uh, is all happening, which doesn't lead to regular updates. We understand the community is out of patience, and frankly, I understand just tired of words. We just can't. Uh, we just need some time for the team to get the details sorted, so we can finally share as much as we can. Um, so this season two, which is titled Lone Wolves, includes new maps, armor, characters that will push forward multiplayer story, and they'll have a mix of cinematic story themed events, battle pass items, and more. Uh, the season will begin on May third, which will, will include a free for all elimination mode called Last Martin Standing, a new mode called Land Grab, and the return of King of the Hill. Which cool? I loved King of the Hill. Like cool? Yeah, yeah. No, I, the, my biggest complaint about that game, I remember it's and it's it's why I didn't give it my game of the year uh, above um, above Ratchet, Psychonauts, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Why I didn't know for is just like the campaign has tons of content. It's a great campaign, but this multiplayer is bare bones as fuck. Right, like it's a great like. There's like twelve maps, I think, like eleven or twelve, mm-hmm. and like five of them are good. <laughs> Yeah, and then like it has less modes than any other Halo at launch. the the good The good news for them though is the bones there are really good. Like the 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 skeleton is right. excellent. It's just that everything around that skeleton sucks ass. <laughs> it is so. It's very clear uh, that like when they were like delaying and getting all this stuff, it was like we are having trouble putting the bare bones together. Like, and we don't want to tell you that. <laughs> And mm-hmm. but it seems like they got that they got that there. But now comes the part that like you usually expect from from these games on release. And it's like, yeah. fuck, man, it, it's it's let's get this fixed. It's yep. let's 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 flush it out. Let's add content. Let's because I can't wait for us to do our co-op run with I, Parker and, yeah. and, and, and Noob Killer. I am so fucking excited for that. You have no idea <laughs> that, that on like, no. The, that group of four morons in a legendary Halo Infinite run is going to be amazing. God damn it. Uh, uh, especially because now it's open world. Right. There's going to be hijinks for days. Son. Yeah. You thought, you thought like, I, I, I already got this. This is the first thing I want to try when we have it unlocked. Okay. We get four rocket hogs filled with Marines that all have rocket launchers. If you can figure out a way to make that happen, oh, you just go to the FOB. You you go to the FOB. You summon you summon the rocket hogs. You make a bunch of rocket launchers. You exchange the weapon with all the marines at the base, and then you just drive off. Okay, I did it single player. It's hilarious. That's great. All right. Um. Yeah. No. I, 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 I can't wait. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, everyone expect that sometime whenever it comes out once we have scheduling done and for those of you asking about halo 5 i don't know if it's gonna happen 
I mean, yeah, we we're just trying to get a, a group together for that. Um, um, not time. enough people own Xbox Ones, unfortunately, is the truth. Right. Or Series S slash X, right. and also a copy of Halo Five that they want to bother with. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of it's kind of where that is, unfortunately. Um, you know, is what it is. Yep. And, and uh, until we get an idea of what when this is all going down, like, oh, we have time. It, it says second season begins May 3rd. Yep. I uh, suppose. So, yeah, apparently the co-op will be out in May. OK, so we'll we'll schedule some weekdays in May and go from there. Well, yeah. Yep. Um. All right. Well, anyway, next That's story. Cool. Great game. Hope hope it hope it rebounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um great game hope it rebounds mm-hmm. uh all right so go, going forward here uh we have uh meta facebook Facebook. yep they're doing a gaming showcase previously known as oculus gaming showcase will air on april 20th blaze it hell yeah uh and we'll have new game announcements gameplay first looks on games in coming year and a lot of surprises no teases were given, uh, but last year's show showed off Resident Evil 4 VR, Star Wars Tales from Galaxy's Edge, Pistol Whip, and Lone Echo 2. Uh, rumors have stated that we are have a good chance to see Splinter Cell and Assassin's Creed VR and a VR version of GTA San Andreas. Wow. MetaQuest 2 is one of the leading VR platforms, well as some heavy competition as Sony is going to launch PSVR 2. No release date has been given for PSVR 2, and you can also see how this uh, compares to PSVR 1, MetaQuest 2, and Valve Index here. On the on this link here in the IGN article, yeah. Um, my, my problem with... Uh, yeah, it's this thing where the... Where this is cool, uh, VR is still too niche and too expensive. It's well, so like the cool thing about this is that it's it's this is all I assume what they're talking about here is like exclusive to the Quest 2, which is thankfully yep. the cheapest. Yes, uh, form it's, of which is still once again too fucking expensive. <laughs> <laughs> if you want the best experience, for if it, you I want the say. best experience, sure. But like again, like this is what Quest 2 and and then I, I don't know, like yeah, we got. But Splinter Cell and Assassin's Creed and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, these are some big names to be thrown out there. And I, and I did not, I only had that one stream for Resident Evil 4 VR, and I haven't done it again because I want to make it not uh, vomit inducing. Uh, oh, dude, yeah, no, I tried watching that stream and I was like, no, I can't. Yeah, well, can't so, so apparently uh, the Quest released some new software to make it easier to capture. I have not tried it yet. Um, okay. but apparently that was a recent right. update so I'm going to take a look at that at some point and then if that works then I'm going to continue with Resident Evil 4 VR because it's good it's that game but in VR and it's done well um, I mean really yeah no it. that's that's uh, I mean that's like you know that's that's Resident Evil 4 like that's if one of the best bring, games of all time right if they bring that to Splinter oh. Cell and to Assassin's Creed and to Grand Theft Auto like oh, dude if they were like if they do that but for um for um lord what's it called uh splinter cell chaos theory that's the one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fucking bruh yep so go so hard yeah so like if they yeah if they apply that same exact shit that'll be amazing and that'll be something to talk about and again that'll be the cheapest way to get into 
VR, which like Quest Two by itself, what's that price? What, what was it, like three hundred? Three hundred bucks. Yeah, three hundred bucks. Yeah, I'm gonna say for VR that that's reasonable. That's not so bad. That's not so bad after you after you factor in the fact that oh. Like, you're probably going to want to get the one with bigger memory if you're just going to run a Quest 2 by itself. Sure. So you're probably looking at $400, and then, oh, this head's, the headband on it sucks ass. So that's another, like, 30 like thirty to 50 for a good headband. You need to link me to the better headband. Oh, you don't you didn't know that thing existed. I knew it existed, but I didn't I didn't bother asking. I was just like, let's just give give me the quest. Give me the quest. Yeah, let's okay. Go. That's fair. No, da- yeah, cuz I when I first got it, I was like, god, this thing hurts. Yeah. Yes it does. And mm. uh and then David directed me as like, oh no, dude, you need to you need to get on it. Apparently you can get a version of the pro the headband, like a pro version of it that has all that like that has a battery built in so yeah. the battery can run longer. Oh, damn. But I never play that thing off of Wired. <laughs> I have not played that thing once as just a regular quest out of when I first got it. So, you know. Sure. It is It is what it is. Uh, hold on. Let me link it. Let me, I'll link it in the chat for anyone who wants to buy it as well. Sure. Yeah. That thing, fucking lifesaver. It makes it, makes, it makes it such a more pleasant experience. Cool. Though you'd be careful with it when you're like toting it around and shit because I broke my first one. Oh, that's sad. Just a uh, heads up, everybody. All right. Um, all right. So, um, also, uh, fun fact, everyone. Uh, I'm not sure if this is a, this is a quick interrupted news story, and I'm actually not sure if this is still going on. I'll have to double check. But uh, Target is running a buy two get one on new games, including Elden Ring. So Target is. Hmm. Yep, yeah. Target. So found that when I was trying to find that Elite Trap Two for you. Nice. Anyway, but yeah, like my the thing is, is Quest Two is the low. Like even with like you getting a better like version of it with the with more memory mm-hmm. and like that good head strap because the regular head strap is pain inducing. Yeah, at least it is for me. I can't speak for everybody. Um, it's not great for long for long sessions. I'll tell you that. No, it's not like the no, like I used to, you know, I do one hour beats saber sessions and like back before I had the, that one, I was just like, God damn, this hurts my neck and like back of my head. Right. Um, but versus let's see, Quest 2 all in one VR compare headsets by now. Yeah. So it's like $400 for a 256 gig, which is still not shit for memory. Right. Um, but like it's more than it was. And then you combine that with, you know, $50 head strap, you're looking at, you know, 450 bucks plus tax. And then PSVR, you have to buy a three to $500 console, depending on which one you're getting. Obviously, if you're getting PSVR 2, and then we don't know what that thing's going to be, but I assume expensive. Three to $500, you know? probably closer to $500. $500. Well, the first one was, was what, 300 Three, yeah, 300 yeah, and this one has OLED screens in it. It's got yeah. a wider field of view. It's got speakers built in. I think it's going to be a lot more expensive. It's yeah, it, yeah. So so like yeah, you're looking at a grand for that investment, and then you know you're looking at a grand for a Vive. And not only are you looking at a grand for a Vive, you're also looking at the fact that you need a good enough computer to run a Vive. Yeah, which uh, is. And, uh, not exactly easy to, to like not exactly cheap and not exactly affordable because like 
as someone who has been trying to get a 3080 and like at the, i'm at the point where i've almost just given up like I, i'm like just like eh, you know what i might just settle to see if i can get a 3070 i've seen them available yeah and like they're not that much over msrp like you know um i will say that it has been gotten easier at least okay i am like i'm actually like they're still overpriced and i'm still having issues but like it is it is easier at least mm. to, to, to so I, I will i will give it that okay anyway uh events cool I, I hope that there's some good vr stuff out there um i also get motion sick playing like vr games unfortunately that like where you move in a 3d space yeah yeah but, like yep. I, I did too I after a while half- yeah, I got like a good chunk of the way through Half Life, Alex, and I was just like, I can't handle this anymore. <laughs> I can I'm do, sorry. I can do two hours, and then it's like, all right, I need to switch to sitting mode, and that'll, yeah, that'll that, fix that, it. Yeah, that's how I am with, uh, that's how I am with like anything that's like a full, you know, 3D thing where you walk around. Like I can play, I can play a stationary game, like a, uh, like a uh, Star Wars Squadrons for like three hours, no problem, be yep. completely fine. The second that you put me in a game where I have to walk around, I'm just like, nope. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it's it's the whole reason I haven't bothered with Resident Resident Evil Four. It's honestly like like that is the hurdle that VR still has to get over is how the hell do you make like your big games that like sell VR for you while keep while eliminating that problem. And then yeah, it's like it's like motion sickness and price. Um, yeah yeah obviously and, yes price is, is big but like the mm. price can be fixed eventually over time as like more development happens but like in turn like you got to figure out a design that makes people not sick yes and I, I, I agree don't, i don't know what'll fix that but um uh, all, right. all right well anyway uh moving forward moving forward uh, Crunchyroll. So there's a news story last week that we actually misreported. Uh, okay. Apparently, uh, there's a story of the weekend when it announced it no longer offering simulcast episodes on free ad supported basis. Some users meant to take that to mean Crunchyroll was acquired by Funimation and would become an entirely premium service. However, that's not the case. Oh. In a statement to Anime News Network, Crunchyroll said it plans to continue to make new content available for free with ads, including episodes that were released prior to this spring. The new policy only applies to episodes that debut in both Japan and the U.S. at the same time. Uh, the spring 2022 season and future seasonal releases will be limiting simulcasts to its paid tiers. Previously, ad support simulcasts were available to free users on a week one delay. Crunchyroll does plan to offer seasonal samplers for select simulcast shows debuting in this season. Samples will be free, ad supported, and release of the first three episodes of each show. It'll be available a week after the subscription only premiere until May 31st. And then, you know, Crunchyroll makes more than thousands of hours available for viewers to sample free of charge through our ad supported tier and will continue to offer free content going forward. Um, So I imagine what that means is there's just more of a delay. So it'll be all right. The um, all right. It's officially the summer season or the fall anime season. All the shit from the spring season will go. Um, uh, Lordy, we'll go into the free tier now. That gotcha. would be my that would be my guess anyway. That makes sense. Okay, so okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's cool. Good. Good There's, to keep a free option there for people who are not adept at other ways. 
Yes. Like as yes. I think I think that having a free ad supported service is smart. Yep. I think it cuz uh, here's the thing is like if people like your platform enough then they'll be like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'll spend the 5 to 15 dollars a month. Why not?" Yeah. Um so that's that that's that's where I think the mindset is on that. Anyway, uh, that's cool. Happy about it. Uh, I'm excited for Dragon Ball Heroes. I'm excited for that cyberpunk anime coming out. Uh, it's sure. done by the Kill a Kill folk. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Uh, What's yeah, that called? That should be good. That should be good. That is called, hold on, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Interesting. Um, it's a spinoff of Cyberpunk 2077, and uh, it'll take place in Nice City. It's an entirely separate story from the game. Uh and we don't want much about it other than it centers on a young street kid trying to survive. Uh, and uh, yep. Okay. That's it. Yep. Uh, I need to watch more anime. It's a uh, very Blade Runner. Uh, and it is uh, being worked on by once again, the kill a kill people. That's cool. So, Good. Yep. Uh, I love Cyberpunk's lore. I just wish it worked better on my computer. <laughs> so one day. Um, Yep, I have a great computer, but even then, that game was just... I can't imagine... Like, that was at 1080p. I can't even fucking imagine it on the new monitor. Oh, <laughs> a man. nightmare. Jesus. Uh, all right, well, anyway. That's uh, that's anime stuff. And then we have... More Blizzard drama! Motherfucker. Ooh. Oh, my yeah. God. No, 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 can we no, just, no, Can no, we no. just... Yeah, let's no. just read through this. Let's go, baby! God damn it. The we dumpster fire gets bigger. We are not. Fuck uh, this. Uh, <laughs> so, Activision Blizzard has uh, the mandate. Uh, they removed their vaccine mandate effective immediately. Uh, Activision Chief Administrative Office Brian Belito said the desire to return to benefits of in-person collaboration and said that Activision Blizzard is aware of the risk of COVID-19 and the company would monitor the situation. So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, it's uh, they're basically saying, hey, you don't need to be vaccinated to work here. Uh, uh, there's a new return to office policy, no longer making the vaccine requirement in regards to outgoing pandemic. Uh, and immediate. So, uh, yeah, that's. Uh, yep. Um, that's basically it. Like. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think. I don't know what it's like at Blizzard. I, you know, every workplace is different. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some cases where I think in-person stuff is necessary to put out good stuff, such as if you're a certain video game entertainment website I used to really enjoy and now don't watch anything of anymore. Um, I mean, to be fair, if we could do our podcast in person. Um, yeah. Easily would hundred percent, hundred percent. Fucking would drive my happy ass over to your apartment or over to my house and like make it happen. Yep, yep. totally. Um, absolutely. Yeah. In terms of entertainment, in person stuff is always uh, yes. I think preferred, but um, I I think like allowing remote work to be offered, I think is good. For, for people who, mm-hmm. who find value in that for themselves um, and then leaving the option open for others. I think people should just get the goddamn vaccine so that 
just because like who knows what the living situation is for for a number of people especially for a team as big as this you know how many people right, live like, is blizzard, like even even after firing all those people blizzard has an absurd amount of employees mm-hmm. like absurd yeah. absolutely absurd so no and ha- having and it's a special like a, a double whammy that like reversing the vaccine requirement and then having everyone come in like you can't even have the option of like well i have an immunocompromised person in my household so i i would like to work remotely right exactly and the, you know and then there's like there's there's all kinds of things that come with that too and it's like and and the thing is, it's not like they have a client that they have a contract with. So I work in a similar industry. Okay. But our client is exclusively the federal government. Right. And we work on big, big government contracts all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, 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 the contract of the federal government says, unless there is a major emergency, like the, the, the pandemic uh, when it started, or like there's a giant snowstorm where you can't leave uh that no you need to work in the office um otherwise yeah so and that doesn't have this so i don't yeah i don't get it i don't i don't get it unless like their leadership has just entirely determined that you know like i don't get why you wouldn't have the vaccine i understand the return to office like okay maybe they just believe that that creates the best possible workflow to fix all their troubled bullshit right now like that part I understand, but why are you lifting the vaccine? Like almost every workplace has that shit now. Right. Like I don't get it. I don't understand what is the point. Like, and like for the people who like, you know, and I, I and like, is that much of their workforce not vaccinated? I mean, they, yeah, oh, that, that's another question. Who knows? Um, I would bet that they follow the trends. It's like 70 percent of your general workforce is vaccinated. Right. Um, I had I had to I had to do it to go work for the Microsoft project. Yeah, we we have uh, new employees do it where I work, but we don't we don't we lifted the mandate for existing employees because the the lawsuits were too much. The unions were were too like against it, and politically it, it wasn't going to go over well. Yeah, yep. so we had we lifted it. We ended up lifting it uh, for existing employees, and I, I would bet that it's got something to do with the liability and lawsuits. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that would be my guess as well. Um, I, I think that, I don't know, man, then like just lift it for existing employees and then, you know, for new employees, I guess, you know, like that, you know, but then you have these walkouts to deal with, which I'll go into details on that in a moment. Like yeah. it's, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, like I, this, I don't think this is handled being handled very well. <laughs> Shocker. No, uh, yeah, like, uh, do you think Microsoft just sees this shit and it's just like, I can't get wait to get in there. <laughs> I just, we need to fix this shithole. Because uh, did you say that you had vaccine requirements to work? Yep. In yep, office, 100%. like, yeah, the Microsoft yep. would probably mm-hmm. require this still. And as for whether or not you need to work at home or not with Microsoft or can work at home, it honestly depends on what your position is and what the contract is. The like, fact that you're work working on... with the federal government, I'm not surprised they want you in office. Yes, which is hilarious because when I also used to have other jobs that worked with the federal government, they didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's totally cool. You can handle people's like health care and their Medicare and their social security numbers, but. For big money contracts with like Dell or federal contractors like the Navy, no, you need to be in office. Oh, the world. 
you know. And it's priorities. God damn it. Yep. It's cool. Yep. Cool. Anyway, um, that, you know, that, that is what it is. Yeah. Um, so these walkouts. These walkouts, yes. Uh, so they, uh, the, it is happening Monday, April 4th at 10 a.m. They have three demands, an immediate reversal to the vaccine requirement. Remote work should be offered as a permanent solution. The decision to work remote or an office should be made by each individual employee. We invite game devs from Activision, Blizzard, King, and across the industry to participate with us virtually using the hashtag, quote, sick of this and game workers unite. The only one that I don't agree with necessarily is, once again, it depends on your workflow and your group because, like, I imagine in a game environment that is as social as an MMO it could go either way with the development of it where you either want like an entirely in-person team or an entirely not in-person team. There is no middle, you know, but maybe, but that might just be my take on it. I, you know, you know I, I wouldn't know. I, I don't know what their development, like what it's like, what they can pull off and what they can't. I, I would have figured that uh, after two years of this, they could have figured out something that, that, works well enough like their start they after two plus years like they should be figuring it out um but uh but yeah i don't know like i can't i can't speak to that i do think that this is like reversal to lifting the vaccine requirement and and offering the ability to remote work i think is a good idea uh generally if we're like speaking on a more general sense um but yeah specifically yeah. for their dev stuff like i don't know i don't know what works for them yeah um, like uh, like that's why i said like well it depends on their team but i could see the nature of that team being one way or the other is my is my thought process which, which in that case if that were to be the case then require the vaccine for those positions for those teams exactly like yeah. okay so hey i'm sorry guys the warcraft team is so unbelievably ginormous like awesome right you gotta come in office but like if you're like on the hearthstone team or whatever and it doesn't matter like okay you weren't remote we don't care you yeah. know like that that seems to be the the better option to go with but companies don't like individual options so <laughs> Yeah, because it's expensive and time consuming. Yep. I wonder what Capcom's policy on all this is, because someone there has their head on straight. I don't know if they're involved in any of that, but yeah, I don't know. Japan, the Japan thing is, is Japan also different. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like Japan is kind of a different animal because like of all the different, um, all the different stuff you have in regards Work to that. So, uh, and all that, yeah, yeah. Worked. Yeah, America's a little more Japan. big on like, hey fucking come on yeah exactly so i i don't know like yeah. it, it's mm, that's i mean that's a good question yeah like, yeah, yeah but like, like, like history says mm, um yeah well i guess we'll follow this news story <laughs> yeah i might as well talk about the wow news that leaked uh oh this that's right yeah I, I don't have that article um um yeah sorry uh it's fine uh i'll post it in the chat so uh there is a way and uh jesse can you post the picture uh, uh, you, in the chat as well yeah, you got the picture in our general here uh yeah. yeah so you can throw that up and then that and the, the for those that want to read the story i post it in the chat chat um yeah like it, it's uh <laughs> like I, this is you know the expansion's being announced slash worked on. 
Um, hold on. What is the day here? Uh, the 19th. So in 16 days, we're supposedly getting the announcement. And it is, uh, it looks like it's called being World of Warcraft Dragonflight. There's going to be a base, heroic, and epic expansions, uh, just like always. Uh, they're going to have different stuff. The deluxe rewards mention amount, a pet, and some additional spell effects related to dragons, such as a Drake Mount Emerald buff, hinting at green or emerald dragon mounts. Um, and then in regards to that, if you want to pull it up, Aaron, uh, there is a image that goes along with it. There is an image. Uh, let me see if I can pull this up over here. It looks cool. Our group. I'll say that much. It does look. It does look neat. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's a dragon. That is a dragon with the queen of dragons. Uh. So you know. I mean, Blizzard's art team is always a plus, and it looks like Alex Straza is getting a new costume. Uh. Along with this, uh, we have also gotten some news regarding the fact that a new class has been leaked. Oh supposedly, which is the Dark Ranger, which for those of you that don't follow uh, Warcraft lore or what those are exclusively, that is basically what Sylvanas is. So quick, speedy, speedy, teleporty, teleporty, dark arrows. I'm so excited for this. I want it. I want it so bad. (laughs) Awesome. I am... I, I think it's the only Warcraft 3 class that hasn't been used. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jesse. I think you are correct. Mm. And so the best Warcraft 3 class for some reason that hasn't been used. Um, I mean, I I always really like Paladin in that, which is it's a shame that I hate Paladin in World of Warcraft. Aww. Um, and then just like in Warcraft 3, I fucking hate Warrior, but I loved it. Well, wow. <laughs> so amazing. Uh I also really, but I also, I, I don't, I'm actually thinking for 10.0, I might continue the, the uh, my warrior might finally be going into retirement. Oh my God, really? It's, they just didn't make it fun to play in Shadowlands for me. And I might try, I might try going DPS warrior instead of tank finally. Hmm. Um, but like at that point, I'm kind of considering moving to death Knight or, um, uh, or perma mage. Okay. So, mm. so we'll see. Yeah, you've been we'll making your turn goes. to mage. Uh, I mean, I did mage uh, for Shadowlands. Like mage ended up being my my main, and like, god damn, it's so much fun. Sure. Like you just run into a group and just fr- uh, frozen orb blizzard, just and you see all those numbers pop up, and like, oh, I'm number one on the meter, and it just feels good. <laughs> Right. Uh, all right. So uh, they've also announced some stuff for 9.2.5, uh, which is, hey, cross fa- not only crash faction play, but cross faction trading. So you'll be able to trade items and gold to cross faction. Uh-huh. Um, so that's going to be a thing. Uh, there is going to be a new gold cap. And uh, there's going to be some new adjustments to gold. So that way it actually has value and just isn't, you know, completely worthless. Um, like literally, like the WoW token annihilated the value of gold. Because you can just get 190k gold for $20 in a moment. 
Gotcha. It's worthless. Great. And who is he going to pay $20 to get basically two legendaries? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't have to go to these shady websites to get gold anymore. Awesome. Yeah. Right. You know, I never bought gold through the shady websites. Yeah. I did once and then my card was used in a massage parlor in Thailand. And that was enough (laughs) for me to never do it again. Yep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Uh, fuck. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Oh, Lord. Thank you for your donation. Yes. Uh, And along with that, along with the cross-faction stuff, they are also uh, planning on updating uh, heroic, uh, not heroic, mythic, adding a bunch of new mythic dungeons, uh, like we said last week. And finally, the Mage Tower is going to be back forever. All right. You can run it as much as you want. The, 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 yeah, no, there they are, uh, you know, and then uh, another thing that is going well for Blizzard is the new world's first race went super well, mm-hmm. like for the newest raid. Uh, that that raid sucks if you're a casual or like a normal person, but for the top like 5% of players, that shit was incredible to watch. <laughs> and uh, finally, the last little bit of news regarding it is I've been reading the new book, the, the new book by uh, Christy Golden it's called Sylvanas. All right. Um, it's really good so far. So far. So far. I'm, I'm only like three chapters in, but it is really good so far. OK. That said, it angers me even further. Okay. And here is why. Here is why. Because they do all this really good fleshed out lore for Sylvanas. Mm-hmm. Explaining her motives and explaining like how, you know, how she she went why she worked with the jailer, how she wasn't being dominated by the jailer and she actually agreed with him for a while there and then like and how it actually shows the jail, the jailer like being clever and deceitful and like you know what they tell us he is, but they never show in game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just so mad because I'm like, why didn't this end up in the game? <laughs> right. That's well, it's a lot like that Garage novel, right? The Shattering, I think. Um, uh, yes. Background on Garage and like his motivations for doing what he's doing and the stuff with the the time dragon that you know. Opened oh no, that's the, you're talking like, about the one that's after Pandaria, not before Cataclysm. Yeah, the one between the one between. Um, Pandaria and Wad, the one that leads into Wad. That's War Crimes. That's yeah. War Crimes. That one um, was really good too. Like, and and there's all this this stuff about like why Garrosh did what he did, and it's like why why is none of this in the game? I mean, at least like Garrosh had like the build up in TBC and Wrath, and like had like you understood in game motivation at least. Like yep. when you watch that Wad cinematic when he's fighting with Thrall, it's like you you get to like. I understood and liked Garrosh, but not liked him as a person, but like the the character entirely <laughs> through right. what I saw in game. I didn't need to read War Crimes to get Garrosh mm-hmm. and enjoy him. I totally feel like I need Sylvanas mm-hmm. to enjoy the Jailer as a character. Interesting. Uh, like, oh, you know, yeah, and especially coming off of Final Fantasy fourteen. Which uh, we'll branch into what we've been playing because these two kind of connect. Yeah. Um, so I finished Final Fantasy XIV's MSQ this week. Yes. And 
Comparing the end of Endwalker to the end of Shadowlands is just a cruel joke. Hmm. Because of how bad it makes the end of Shadowlands look. Really? Because yeah. Shadowlands is supposed to be the end of like these, like the all the shit in Warcraft Three, because you get full closure on Arthas and Kelthus and Sylvanas and all these characters that were from that game, and um, most of it outside of Arthas and Garrosh is terrible. Okay, you know, and I actually oh, and Kelthus, Kelthus, Arthas, Garrosh—they're the—they're the ones that all got good shit. Uh, everyone else. Like, Sylvanas is treated as a shitty plot device all the way until her ending. Her actual ending, her punishment for all the sins she did was actually very fitting. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was actually a good cinematic. Did you catch it, Ninja? I did, yeah. Yeah, like, I actually liked that. I was like, you know, being forced to wonder what is essentially hell until you find every, con- like, wrongfully condemned soul and bring them back is, that's a, that's actually really good. Uh-huh. And like letting uh, Taronda do the judgment even better. Um, so, yeah, like I, I think versus like, but to understand the Joe's motives and a lot of Sylvanas's motives, you need this long ass novel. It's a 15 and a half hour audiobook, uh, or, you know, you read the actual book and that's fairly thick um, versus like everything you need to know about Medion and Xenos is told to you in game. Mm-hmm. Like it's all in game. You don't need like, and you get, and you really enjoy those characters and you get their motivations and you understand how they work. And it's just so frustrating that like, wow, didn't do that this time around. And it, it's, it's even more frustrating because like the jailer could have been Thanos. He totally could have been hmm. like, there's no reason he couldn't have been. And, that, you know, instead we got, like, dollar store Thanos. You know, like, that's... I like how Jesse's just not like, yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Uh. It's like, we got dollar store Thanos. And it's just fucking, why? It's like, I don't, why must we suffer? <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, like, and... And it's just, uh, God, like, and I wish I could meld the two games together and get like Final Fantasy wow. story experience with WoW's like fluidity of combat and gameplay, mm. you know, and like the fact that Final Fantasy progression system doesn't make me want to shoot myself in the face, you know, because I hit cap. I bought my crafted set. I bought all my level 10 materia and melded it all. I am ready for savage and, uh, and extremes now. Yep. I'm good. It took one week. Yep. 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 Versus that same experience in Warcraft. Like just go watch that Asmongold rap. I posted in the discord forever ago. I'll repost it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, and it's just, if anything, finishing Final Fantasy and starting its endgame has made me even like more frustrated with World of Warcraft. Hmm. Yeah. Like just even more frustrated because it's like because and there's, and that's not to say that Final Fantasy is better in every way, because every time that I have to get involved with the glamour system at all, I'm just mad. Right. Right. You know, like every time that I'm like, 
I, I really wish that they would make it like flying a more centralized thing that was less annoying to unlock. And like, I wish the GCD was like cut in half, you know, <laughs> sure. especially now that I have put materia on my black mage and now my cast times in some cases are two seconds, mm. which means I actually noticed the GCD now. Sure. So yeah, uh, like it's you know it's not perfect, and also like leveling an alt in Final Fantasy uh, is, in my opinion, if you're going one of the classes that start at level one, it is slower mm-hmm. than getting in. The pro- the thing is, I was getting into end game with an alt in Final Fantasy is a thousand times easier. You know, so. Yeah, yeah, it's not. I mean, it's, there are ways to like optimize how you're gonna level a character. So, like one to fifteen, you do hunting log that takes like fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, twenty, fifteen to twenty is a little slow because you have to do other stuff. You can keep doing your hunting log. Uh, mm-hmm. Twenty to sixty, you can do exclusively through uh, squadron dungeons, which takes like six to seven hours. Uh, mm-hmm. And then sixty-one, sixty to sixty-one is a little slow. Sixty-one to seventy, you can do. Heaven on high, 70 to 71 is a little slow, 71 80. You can do Baja. You can do it in like a weekend if you if you know life in. But generally, you can get from 1 to 90 now in a week. Tw- to wait, tw- 20 to 60, what'd you say? 20 to 60, you do squadron dungeons. Squadron dungeons, gotcha. Yeah, because your squadron, uh, they get uh, like perk points and uh, they unlock them randomly. So they get like a perk point in one of four specializations. Uh, the one you want to try to like get is offense. You max out their offense and then uh, you get that up to like 50, 50% additional damage and it's dungeons take like four to five minutes at that point. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, Ugh. yeah. So I don't know. Um, that said, there are very positive things I can say about wow right now. It is improving. Mm-hmm. The story is improving. It's just that this novel made me frustrated again. <laughs> and it's not because it's even a bad novel. It's actually a very good novel. I'm listening to the audiobook, and it's actually narrated by the voice actress who does Sylvanas. Nice. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, it's just it. Like, God damn it. I'm just like, why couldn't this have been in the game? <laughs> you just would have had to do cinematic flashbacks and quests. Uh... You could have done, like... The the most frustrating part, the worst part of like Shadowlands is the the two of the best moments uh, in the story, the main story. I'm not talking the side stories, which actually have some good stuff. Are literally characters who are not main characters anymore. Oh, it is Garrosh in hell. Like and you get and, he, and just you find out he's still just a garbage fire. Yep. You know, and it's great. And then the like the way they handled Arthas with a great amount of restraint. You know, they could have just like gone like because you're dealing with the world on the dead, the dead, and all these like former characters. Like you totally could have done this expansion that was just all callbacks, mm-hmm. and they actually had a lot of restraint with that. Um. So all right. Anyway, uh, Final Fantasy though, uh, I finished the main story. I loved it. It's great. Uh, Anthony and I want to make T-shirts though because. Uh, due to real life, though, uh, Anthony and, and like the real world being a dumpster fire. Yes. Anthony and I are still on 
want to make sure it's for fans fast that say fan daniel was right i mean when we're talking about real life yes i would i would wear that shirt everywhere <laughs> like we're gonna talk to bremen have him draw like a chibi fan daniel riding meteor <laughs> and then fan daniel was right <laughs> uh, for the world of final fantasy 14 wrong but for for real life holy you know he would get some and- traction <laughs> you know, even in the world of Final Fantasy XIV, I looked at the Dragon Song War. I looked at the yeah. way some of the shit is handled, and I'm just yeah. like, mm. whatever, man. That's future content. Hopefully, <laughs> God damn it, we need to go back to Old Dawn and fix some shit. Yeah, exactly. A lot of uh, shit. A lot of shit. So I'm sorry. You mean not Las Vegas? <laughs> yes, the not Las Vegas, not. Iron Forge, not yeah. Detroit, which is Ishgard. <laughs> so, for those of you who missed that stream with Quinn, we we had we ended up naming all like because all the different areas are based on places in the real world. Almost all of them, anyway. Uh, Limsa and the surrounding area is not Portland. <laughs> uh, Wait, what? Yeah, because like all like verdant trees and whatnot like it's, it's basically the pacific northwest pacific northwest uh, sure okay not pacific northwest okay <laughs> um not a, there's not though, a lot of trees there but hey i mean yeah not in portland but the surrounding area um but yes I i'm just talking about I mean. limsa uh sharlan is not greece mm, kugane yeah. and doma is not japan right ishgard is not detroit <laughs> Uh, let's see. Radzadhan is not India. Right. Uh, uh, Ulda is not Las Vegas. Uh, what was, what was Gridania? Did we have one for Gridania yet? I, I wasn't there for that one. Uh, Jesse was here for this. I was, but I don't, I don't remember if we did. I mean, the Eorzea portion is based off of Europe. So if, like, I know. You know, Gridania. Where did where did Tolkien base the Shire off of? Like Britain, I guess not Britain. I mean, oh, um, I almost want to say Limsa is Britain, but I don't. Mm, I don't know. Uh, let's see. And then I'm trying to think if there are any other zones. Like I, I don't really have one for Endwalker or not Endwalker content. Shadowbringers content. I mean, the, the, uh, yeah. You, can't <laughs> yeah um so so yeah uh but yeah that was our little naming stream so that like fun. I wa- uh, anthony and i want to save up for anthony wants to ha- save up for a house and not detroit <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know for if, if me and a friend are gonna go for house and not detroit or not i'm gonna go, I'm, I'm aiming for one in uh not japan that's that's where is I'm there housing for. there yep yeah yep. yeah no you would There's that a- would make sense for you um that that is the area that made me start to love that game right so it's a cool uh, area that's that whole that whole area is cool um them jumping puzzles in kugane are hilarious (laughs) i just love Um, flying around in it um (laughs) fair uh all right so moving forward though uh they did put blinking back to final fantasy they did uh put out a uh 6.1 um uh, 6.1 patch notes yeah. or patch reveal trailer thing. It's a biggin'. 
Yeah. It is a, it is, it is a big boy, a big, big, meaty boy. April 12th. And not only that, 6.1.5 and 0.8 are also big, big boys. Yep. Um, so let me pull this up. All right. Here's a list of things that are going to be happening. Okay. One, new main scenario quests. New 24-player alliance raid. All right. New ultimate duty, the Dragon Song Reprise. All right. New tribal quest starting in 6.1.5. Okay. New residential area with plots in Imperium, the new Ishgardian residential district. All right. Excuse me, the new not Detroit residential district. Uh, new trial, the ministers, or sorry, the minsters ballad end singer Aria, a new extreme trial, also Ooh. known as your emo phase, an extreme trial. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, th- during this version of the fight, Welcome to the Black Parade plays in the background. <laughs> um, the Smiths hang the DJ. Jesus. <laughs> uh, Adventure play. Its player portraits can be customized to include lighting, animation, and camera angles using a character's current appearance. Adventure. Oh, oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's like a guild card from Monster Hunter. Weird. Yep. All right. Fun. Um, I'm, I'm excited for this. I can't wait to, if I can make it happen, I want it to look like Jim is casting Meteor or doing card tricks. Be cool if you could add in your, um, your side people, are they called? Oh yeah, my retainer, Doctor Roxo. You, you can get your you get your retainer in a in a pose. Looks like they're doing drugs in the background. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they'll like allow. Hunched, yeah, he's like hunched over, like <laughs> trying to do a line. <laughs> Be good. <laughs> uh, I just love whenever I call him. He's like, "Hey, let's hurry this up. I got a I got a thing. I got a thing to go do. <laughs> let's go." Yeah, that's good. Uh, all right, so PvP updates. Thank fucking god. All right. Uh, PV updates for small-scale PvT content, crystalline conflict plus a new reward system, and PvP schedule. PvP gear inspired by the Japanese TV hit Garo Returns. What is that? It's a it's a like an adult Power Rangers, but they're all wolf costumes. Excuse me. And it's sick. It's so good. What? Hang on a second. <laughs> and when I say adult, I'm, I don't mean like porn, but like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, um, but like a, an older, darker. Dude. Look at this. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna so bring this cool. over on the main screen. Look at some of this. Holy shit. Uh, That's cool so, as hell. Uh Hrothgar, that is pretty cool. Uh, I I know that they have one for PvP that is basically remind me of Bolvar for from fucking Wrath of from Wrath, and I'm just like, oh, so even he's becoming a refugee now. Oh yeah, I think <laughs> it's the the feast armor. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a Dark Knight set. I'm not sure though, which makes it even funny. <laughs> oh. God. All right. Uh, more updates. Some more job adjustments. They're trying to unfuck White Mage and Dark Knight. Okay. No, um, they didn't do it with White Mage based on the live letter. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they're also they didn't do it that much with Dark Knight. I'm like, oh, cool. We have a slightly better self heal. Thanks, guys. Yay. <laughs> Fucking god damn it. No, I was running the vault this morning and I'm, I'm just like I had a white mage as my healer and I'm doing these wall-to-wall pulls and I'm just like and I'm just like, God damn, it must suck to pay for them. <laughs> it's uh, a job, Lordy. man. Yeah, like it, it's just not ideal at all. Yeah. Um 
anyway, so uh, we're getting more Hildebrandt adventures also in 6.1. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a 6.1.5 along with the uh, along with a um, uh, a new the new Beast Tribe thing. Uh, they're also adding a uh, new content supporter so you can clear past MSQ with DPS in your party that are NPCs. So like and like so you let's say you're a you know like myself a maxed out black mage and you want to go run content old content with like supporters as they're calling them and they're just you know level 32 marauder level 32 conjurers that are all ran by NPCs. Okay. Um. Bu- 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 what else is coming? Uh, new game plus additions, new Hrothgar hairstyles, more glamour plates, the ability to try on items from the online store, new idle animations for the parasol, check mark displayed on items used to obtain minions, mounts, etc. And from um, what else? Okay. Uh. As far as Dark Knight, improved survivability when using Living Dead. The effect of Walking Dead now restores HP by a significant amount upon a successful attack landing. Uh, White Mage, they extended radius of some things, but for the most part, still garbage. New Raid looks pretty cool. It's all about the 12. All right. Hell yeah. There's that. Uh, Tribal Quest is for the elephant people, and if you get the rep, you get a hippo mount pulling a cart. Huh. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, new minions. One of them's a toy car. Nice. Um, so, yeah. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Sorry. There's, there's a lot of notes. Yes, there's a lot. There's a, there's a lot. This is a big, big patch. Yep. Um, let's see. The new PvP mode. I hope one day P- the P- like PvP in this game is good. That'd be nice. Uh, so, new uh, information about regarding um, announcements and regarding concerts, art books, and merch. Um, so, there's going to be a paid uh, stream for international fans that is for the Primals. It's held on June 4th and 5th in Tokyo. Nice. Um, hmm. There's going to be the Shadow Mini Album and merch. Uh, once again, live in Japan, you'll be able to get online. They're putting out N Walker art book pre-orders. That's me for $40. Um, there's also a Final Fantasy 14 Panasonic Sound Slayer wearable gaming speaker. So it's like those headphones you put on your neck. It's so weird looking. It is. is it? Uh, yeah, yep. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand it. Wait, what, what is it? Where do I find Can you imagine this? wearing one of those and having it like play music while you're like in Discord talking to people and they can just hear everything that you're doing? <laughs> I mean, oh. yeah, that's going to annoy them. But if you're like doing chores around the house, I guess that's not the worst thing in the world I've ever seen. What is this called? Yeah, How can I look true. at it? It's a wearable uh, speaker. Uh, find, yes. Search for Final Fantasy 14 wearable speaker and that should get you there. Okay. Because I want to bring this up on the video. On the video podcast. Um, uh, yes, so uh, they didn't say when the Hildebrandt stuff is coming. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a lot. This is a big, big patch. Uh, not all of it's coming out at once, which I actually kind of hate it when patches do that. Um, I hate it. Wow, I hate it in Destiny where they're just like, oh, yeah, I'm like, well, yeah, like we just got 9.2 and then we have to wait for 2.9.2.5 to have you know everything. Yep. Um, 
I will some someone who out of my four car- classes, two of them are DPS. The queuing with NPCs is not going to be the end of the world, even though I did generally do try to avoid it as much as humanly possible, unless I see like a queue number that's absolutely ridiculous. Right. If I see like a fifteen minute plus queue, I'm like, yeah, never mind. <laughs> Just give me the fuck. <laughs> is, every time I queue is DPS. Really, I usually get like ten. I, I, I when I when I get on when I get on it's it's sixteen minutes is usually what it is. <clears throat> Fair. Um, that's another reason I'm not too concerned about getting like five eighty year, um, but or like five ninety year rather. Excuse me. Sure. Yeah. It's um, all gonna I be just, on sleep in a week anyway. <laughs> right i'll have to get you know more crafted gear great super happy about that it's okay it'll be really it'll be like moderately expensive on day one and then the market will crash yeah and it'll be cheap again so right and like i'm doing enough damage right now to where i don't really care all that much <laughs> oh. right um this this panasonic headphone thing suggests that there's an echo canceling microphone i don't believe in it but it says it can do it <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't believe that. Like, I, it's very similar to how, like, until I try a technology like that, I don't believe it. Like, I didn't believe in Apple's bullshit regarding their headphones. And then I went to the Apple store and tried and I was like, oh, so. that shit is 250 bucks. Yeah, no. Yep. What are you doing? Yep. That, that, that's not. <laughs> no. These days, that's not even that bad, though. This is the thing. Ah. Uh. Like, bro, the one, the granted, these are wireless and like Dolby Atmos and like fully like have like a ton again, of extra features. If the if the echo canceling works, that mm. would be incredible, and I would consider it eventually. But yeah. I just don't believe it works. Yeah, like that. That's the thing. Like with these, like these were three hundred dollars. Yeah, and like they're wireless and have Dolby Atmos support, and like you know all this other weird like i can make different sound profiles if i want to so i can have a profile for music profile for games and a profile for film right so i can different profiles for different games so if i want to emphasize like the surround sound setup so if i'm playing a game like halo i can hear directional audio better yeah and like isolate shit better like yeah and then it has the microphone on this thing is actually surprisingly good sure and it's and it's mutable by like yeah like but like having what is essentially just a speaker with echo cancellation that might not work. Who knows what the mic sounds like? You know, I guess Mm -hmm. that too. So, yeah, Uh, I'm excited for more Hildebrand. Uh, Oh, and then there's Totaru's big adventure. Yeah. Totaru. She's getting her own thing. All right. Um, But to be able to do it, you need to have done like most of the other side quest content from every other expansion. Oh, (laughs) so, well, we got some so, to do that. Yeah, right. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so where is it? 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 In my little list of... They're adding more fashion accessories and fashion changes. So there's that. Um, where the bloody hell is this? Sorry, there's a ton of notes. There's a lot. Um, there's new, uh, There's going to be a new role quest, so you have to have done your role quests to... Oh, I didn't do my Endwalker role quest at all. I'm still sitting on the last one. I haven't done it. Like, there's no interest in it for me. It's just totally boring. I forget what it, it, it was. I... Yeah, it doesn't help that I'm ranged magical DPS, and the area you get for that is Ishgard. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, great. I get to... <laughs> oh, that's right. That's go... what all that was. I, don't, I forget if I even completed that. 
it's like oh like yeah for me i'm just like oh great i get to go back to not detroit i i i like ishgard and it did delve into like the interesting storyline of beyond like the old drama um like the ishgard drama it does delve into that and i was generally interested in that but also like i hadn't seen any of lord hian or anyone from stormblood from this entire thing and i was just like yeah because uh, they have you go back into the Shadowbringers area, like, for a time. But, man, Stormblood just kind of got ignored. You get to see Merchant Dude. For yeah, like Merchant Guy. Like, and and we, you know, you look at... Tataru makes a, a face at him, and then we move on to other characters that show up. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. did Yugiri show up? I no, forgot. N- neither did Gosetsu, to my knowledge. Gosetsu, I assume, is just living the monk life somewhere. And yeah, I, I know, I but he, it was still I hope been, he has found peace. Yeah, but it still would have been nice to him to be like, you know what, no. I'm here for a, moral support. I'm here for moral support or, okay, I have to be, I need to be what I know I am for that, for this, for these people. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I can't find it in the notes, the Tutaro stuff, but. Uh, All right. Yeah. And apparently they're going to have more comprehensive stuff for, uh the jobs so like more con- that was those are just sample notes so they could be unfucking white mage and dark knight but we'll see that's always um, fun it's fun to go read the the notes and then go to the balance discord and see who is melting oh down and who's not the samurai community is in shambles <laughs> the, the here here's my thing about all this who someone has someone who plays almost all exclusively non-optimal classes besides reaper yeah guys this is not the the differences between a top dps class and a bottom dps class in this game or healing or tanking are fucking minimal yep yep they are so fucking small all jobs are viable like it's it's not like wow where (laughs) now to be fair there's significantly less shit to balance than in wow because in wow you have three specs per class times 11 classes you know you have a lot more shit to worry about Mm-hmm. but it's not like wow where if you look at the meters like the difference between top dps right now which i want to say is demonology warlock actually i can check that right now uh yeah it's demonology warlock and destruction warlock wow it sucks to be on that uh is 20k worth of damage mm. which is a lot Jeez. yeah yeah that's a huge difference. Like um, I play Frost Mage and Fury Warrior for DPS, and there's a 5k difference there. And like Frost Mage and top DPS uh, is 10k, mm. and second best DPS is 5k. But like, yeah, the 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 swings in like a WoW uh, are like a way way bigger. Like, can, like calm the fuck down, Final Fantasy people. Yeah, yeah, like. Jesus Christ Almighty! No, I, I want to find out who is spamming copium. Uh, no. God, it's so funny. It is so fucking funny. It's just like the fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get it, but who knows? Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, anyway, that's that's the news. That's the uh, news. On to what we've been playing. Uh, I did a little bit of mine. I'll do the second thing in mine real quick. Sure. Uh, I played Guild Wars. Did more Guild Wars. I I warred in guilds. All right. What's going on in Guild Wars? 
the story is getting better. Uh, I apparently chose the worst starting story. Cool. As uh, dude, I have such a bad habit with that in MMOs. I've noticed. Like, you have, no, like I got, I chose fucking Black Maid, so I got Ulda. I fucking chose Night Elf for my very first WoW character, which is oh, by really? far the worst starting zone. <laughs> Gross. You like green and uh, purple? It gave me a little. It gave me a migraine so bad I went and played a human. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yep. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, uh, and you know, like Destiny, thankfully, doesn't have starting zones. But in Guild Wars, I chose the background of like I left and I left and tried to join the circus. Mm-hmm. I had a dream to be a circus <laughs> performer, and it's just like oh, it sounds this, entertaining. Yeah, and it, it's a cool concept, but it's executed poorly. Uh. Oh. Uh, but I'm having fun. Like, I, I do like the idea that you can literally level by just exploring and fucking around. Like, literally, you get big experience by discovering zones and discovering points and vistas. And, like, like I think I've done, like, one or two hearts and the rest of the time been exploring and doing main story. Okay. And I'm level 33, 34. That said, this is very much not a great leveling experience. Okay. Mm. But uh, I got to try my first dungeon, which that was cool. Nice. I, I like the fact that there are actual puzzles in it that you have to solve, and like the combat is a lot more actiony than Final Fantasy is because there's no there's no GCD at all. Mm-hmm. It's even faster than WoW. Um, <laughs> sometimes this makes me angry, and sometimes it makes me happy, depending on the situation. Okay, uh, I find the context and what they choose you can do and can't do is weird because like there's cleaving so like if you're using an ability that swings a sword it's going to hit everyone in range of the sword not just the thing you're targeting okay so like it acts like real life weapons and whatnot um and there's and you can actually dodge like if you can kite successfully you can spend your entire time not getting hit once Hmm. wow yeah it's really cool okay on the other side of that though um and when you get juked in PvP, it's really fucking annoying. <laughs> For sure. Uh, also, because I play WoW and Final Fantasy, uh, that, that doesn't have a Dark Souls role. Mm-hmm. I forget I have it all the time. Um, and then, in t- you know, and even in Destiny, I play a class where pff, what's dodging big shield. Um, so. The next thing I have trouble with is uh, Final Fantasy has fall damage, but you can't die. Wow has fall damage, but you can just get around it. Okay. Like every class, like on a mage, slow fall, blink on a warrior, jump. Uh, uh, what? Like every class has one of those, Jesse. To my knowledge. Yeah, I think you're right. I know priest has slow fall, um, but even then, you can you can buy like goblin glider wings or whatever. Yeah, and and you know, like you know, shamans have a self res if you're lazy. Yep. <laughs> um. So you know. Druids just have flight form. Uh, like, yeah, uh, there's all kinds. If you have a boomkin, yeah, like there, there, there's, there's all kinds of different movement tools that make it so you can die from fall, not die from falling really far. In Final um, Fantasy, the, uh, you you can die if you take falling damage if you're in combat. Yes. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, that will that will kill you. But uh, otherwise, like Final Fantasy, when I'm doing exploration, I will just yeet myself off cliffs. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like just. Just Jim Dark Magic. Ah! Really hope there's nothing down there at the bottom. No, I'll look. I'll look. Like, <laughs> yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta look. Uh, like when I was at the Asium step, huh, I need to get down there. Drop. 
All right, cool. Yep. Mana shield real quick, Keep just going. in case something comes by. Start running. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, so, but the thing that really throws me off is like Final Fantasy. I actually have no idea if you can use abilities while jumping. I've never bothered to look because the uh, act of the combat is just so much slower. And then in WoW, you totally can. If I want to jump and in midair use charge, you can. Guild Wars, none of the abilities work when jumping. You can't. Your animation lock when you're jumping. They're fixing That's that right. with the 6.1 patch. Oh. Uh, that was Yeah, that was one of the big patch notes that I remember, is that they're fixing animation lock while jumping. So uh, I can jump can. and cast? In 6.1, you can, yeah. Interesting. Oh. Hello. All Hello. Right. Oh, there's going to be a lot of fun stuff you red mage can be able to do now. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so... Uh, yeah, so Guild Wars has been an interesting experience. It's just so different from everything else out there um, that it's 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 like it's kind of like my change of pace MMO in all honesty. Sure. Like it, it's it's because it's a really fun time. Uh, I really dig it. Well, especially it, now that you've gotten through all the content in Destiny, like. Yeah, like Destiny, I'm yeah. kind of just on that. Like I either need to find a group for raiding or I need to just grind to level 100. Mm-hmm. And then that's that's my that's my season. Yeah. So, uh, moving forward. So, yeah, I uh, really enjoyed both of those. It's pretty much all I played at all. Um, you know, I, 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 oh, and I did some Destiny PvP for the week, for the weekly, and it was fun. Okay. That's it. Nice. I'm rusty because I keep playing other games. <laughs> all right, yeah. Uh, all right. And then, uh, Aaron, what compelled you to play all of Shadow of the Colossus? Uh, I didn't play Shadow of the Colossus, I played Elden Ring. Uh, right, on, right, right, right. Friday, I played on Friday, April the first. I played some Elden Ring, and, mm-hmm. and you uh, played eight hours of it. How was it? Uh, fantastic! I got through the entire story. Um, Damn, isn't that interesting? Uh, okay, so April first, I realized that my stream, my my Friday stream, I wanted to play some Elden Ring, and I realized it was April first. And I said, you know, it'd be funny. Uh, and then I went in. I told I told everyone, hey, I've got a special stream of Elden Ring. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic. Uh, I prepped everyone for it, and then I I loaded up Elden Ring. I went onto the start screen. It's like, all right, let's get ready to play some Elden Ring. And I hit continue, and it faded to black. And I moved some stuff around in the stream. Mm-hmm. And then I proceeded to play seven hours of Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> you finished it, right? I went from from beginning to end. Uh, yeah. I, I had a I had a save file from when I started. Uh, that was just like after all the opening bits. So, Wander was standing at the shrine, and like we needed to go to towards the first boss. And I started from there, and I had I had Elden Ring on the top of the stream, and then the amount of runes I had in the, in the bottom corner, and uh, I just went and. I just started realizing how fast I was getting through these bosses because I've played this game enough, at least the first half. Oh, dude, if there, well, I mean, there's literally an achievement for beating it under four hours. Right. Like, if you, if you know what you're doing, you can shot. I've snow people who can do that game in like three hours, no problem. And, and that, that's so. what, that's what I realized. Like, man, I could, it, this was me trying to figure out like two thirds of the game I was like, all right, I need to remember what am I doing for this? Um, cause I, I haven't played this game in a couple of years, uh, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah. And I just, it's, it's unfortunate that, that, that game captured some of my own buffoonery with the last three bosses. Like mm-hmm. what, what the fuck? This is broken. 
<laughs> it's like I just didn't understand what was happening. Uh, um, that game has some jank when it comes to the way animations function. Sometimes I will so say, I, yeah, that, that like okay. So so for those who don't know, like we we try to make like top ten of all time lists, or at least we used to. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's not as clean cut now as it was then. Uh, but uh, Shadow Colossus has always occupied my top spot. Uh, I love this game to death. Uh, d- this was a chance to go back and play it again. Uh, first of all, man, that that remaster makes this game like it already like even for 2005, it was an incredible looking game. Uh, it, it fucking ran like hot garbage. Boy. The, the frame no. rate sucked, <laughs> but man, like the game was still like incredible and everyone knew it was incredible despite that. Uh, yeah, I, I remember like the PS3 version came out and like fixed those frame rate issues, and I was like, "Oh, this is amazing!" Oh, uh, so Ooh. damn good. And then, uh, yeah, this uh, this remaster just makes it look that much more beautiful. Like I saw some screenshots; people took some screenshots of Elden Ring and and sent it to me. And it's like here's just me just driving going across the field. Like, holy shit, this looks good! Oh my <laughs> god, I can't believe it. Um, Game's fun. Music's incredible. Uh, I love just riding around that world. It's so peaceful and nice. Um, kind of like what I go what I go to see of these four, just like sailing across like an area and just enjoying the peaceful nature of traveling. Like other than having to fight with the horse occasionally. Um, yeah, I was going to say that was actually probably my biggest problem. Like I, I replayed that like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I and I, I remember really enjoying it, but like aggro made me aggro (laughs) there there are moments like you realize why the horse is the way it is when you go across a bridge that winds and turns because you can let the horse go and as long as you're holding triangle or whatever the button is the horse will just keep going and it will turn automatically so you can like while you're going across the bridge you can turn the camera around and look at stuff um it's which is just super cool but then when you need to navigate you know a forest for instance uh, mm-hmm. which you have to do a couple times it's like all right i gotta get off the horse i'm i'm gonna walk this because it would literally be faster this way um but uh the biggest thing was climbing there are a number of times where it's like okay i am now animation locked because my footing is I'm, i have a hold of something but my footing's not great so i'm just constantly like i can't move i can't attack my character's just uh Ah, and, oh God, and um, sometimes you feel like I should be grabbing onto something, and I'm just not. Uh, like, and you're able, to, you're able to to move past it, and and beat the game and enjoy it. But like, yeah, it. Ooh, ooh. Um, so yeah, like it's not it's not a perfect video game, but holy shit, is it good? And no, it's it's one of the best games of all time. Yeah, I mean, it really it really is. Like, uh, no, I, yeah, I completely agree with you on that. Like, yeah. And it's funny how um, how you can see uh, Elden Ring in Shadow of the Colossus and Shadow of the Colossus in Elden Ring. Um, yes, yes, I, I will agree with that. Yeah. So, God, so, I had a good time. Yeah. So I, I like by the time my three hours, because I usually try to stream for three hours. By the time my three hours was up, I was about halfway or near halfway through the game, and I was like, "Yo, guys, what if we just kept playing?" <laughs> And I just kept going and I got to I got to boss 14. I'm like, you know, I'm this far. I should just finish this. I should just finish this. And my frustration with my understanding of the 15th boss, I always forget what to do with the 15th boss. So uh, I almost quit there. Glad I didn't beat the game. 
that game is okay. still incredible still one of my favorite games ever made so all right cool yeah. uh, and you played more elden ring how was that i mean that was fine i was actually setting myself up for a friday thing where i got up to a uh a tower that there was like this this necromancer that was summoning stuff and i was like I took some shots out of him. I was like, I, I think I, I really think I could beat this, but I'm going to wait until the stream. And then my, my plans changed. Uh, <laughs> then I was like, I want to do this instead. I want to do this instead. Uh, man, what if I just played Shadow of the Colossus? What a good idea. Um, I mean, it is one of the best games of all time. It is one of the best what games of all time. Uh, so as far as Elden Ring is concerned, I'm going to attempt this tower. And then I think my next plan is I think I'm, I'm going to bite the bullet. I have given it the time I'm going to look up how to most efficiently farm runes uh, and uh, maybe after that look for... Oh, I want to look for where I need to go, who I need to talk to to get to unlock respecking because I have very... It's the second uh, the second major boss. I beat the second major boss. Or, or is, Mar- is Margit not a boss? No. Okay. Well, yeah, Margit, Margit isn't a major boss. Margit is a boss. Um, but it's the second, like, like uh i forget what they're called but like elden lord or lord or something um so i beat godric yeah so it's the boss after it's the major boss after godric is that by the volcano no it is uh in the the magic academy oh shit i can't even i can't get in there right now so uh all right well i can i can farm runes at least yeah so that i just want to i just want to get as many runes as possible i'm going to look that up and uh and then see where i go from there uh but yeah just i'm starting to hit that wall I've, I've hit a wall in a number of areas and it's like okay my only option now at this point is to grind to get through some of these areas and in order for me to do that i'm you guys know from my final fantasy 7 playthrough i'm i have no time for this so i'm gonna i'm gonna look for the most I, efficient yeah route. i i guess i really once again like I think you are finally starting to understand, but I think any game that has grind that isn't Final Fantasy, for whatever reason, just does not. It's, it's my main. Click. It's my main thing with uh, with JRPGs as well. Is that at times you you need to grind to get to to get past this yep. thing. And it's like fuck, man. Yep. I want to let's go play Shadow of the Colossus instead. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, fair enough. So yeah, that that's been my game experience this week. Those two. Okay. Um, all right. Hey, Jesse, more 14. I hear you did something cool recently. Oh, yeah. We, uh, well, I have stopped playing all of their games and focused solely on Final Fantasy 14 this week. Uh, yep. The 6.1 news, I guess, really got me going. So that was the only thing I did. I leveled the monk up to 90 nice. over the course of the week. Um, and then in our raid this week, we only got to raid for a total of like three and a half hours, which sucks. Typically, we raid for six to seven hours a week. Mm. Uh, but we one shot the first boss in Pandemonium Savage, which is the first time we've done that. And mm. the second boss, uh, we finally killed. We finally downed nice. E2S. And nice. then we went and tried P3S and did one attempt, one pull. And we're like, now we're going to have to watch some some videos on how to do this because this shit is borked ah okay well yeah um uh how how is monk at 90 uh you know i haven't played i haven't played it seriously yet but it seems to flow well it looks badass that was the only reason i wanted to play it was watching like how flashy it is exactly um and with with samurai um 
They are removing the more flashy abilities in 6.1. So I uh, I wanted to play something that looked flashy and picked pick Monk. And it is it oh, is flashy. Oh, and it seems to flow pretty well. Oh, hold on. You, cho- you chose Black Mage. Why didn't you choose Black Mage if you wanted flashy? Because I don't, I don't want a turret. <laughs> the turrets are fun, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> I agree. I played. You know what? I played Shadow in and Wow, which is a turret. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe I have PTSD from that. <laughs> it's just, it's just like how I saw Warrior in this game. I'm like, no, I'm not going back. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. But I mean, to be fair, look at this drip. Me and Anthony, black mages, chilling in the city. Uh. Posting them in my chat on the Discord. Oh, okay. I was like, what? Um, if I can. Yeah, that is that is. Yeah, I'm looking sexy. snazzy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I want to do. I almost want to do an extreme with four black mages. I saw a video. I saw a video of someone, a group doing that on the Reddit, and I was just like, "This is the most amazing looking thing I've ever fucking seen." It sounds like it would look really cool. It would be frustrating as long get out to, to play. Oh, I, I didn't. I haven't. I had the only fight that I didn't fight like that I found like really bad as a black mage through Endwalker was, goddamn, the first trial. Mm. Like every other yeah. like. The second trial isn't that bad. The third trial, like, once you know the layout, it's not bad. Okay. Yeah. yeah once once you know look at this where trip. to stand and stuff, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> yep. Looking, looking fly as fuck. It's a good outfit. Yep. So, uh, anyway. I'm in the back laughing at you. <laughs> <laughs> Some jerk. <laughs> I mean, it looks like he's in gunbreaker stance, so yeah. He's a gunbreaker, so fuck him. <laughs> gunbreaker gunbreaker worst class. As so. far from true, sir. <laughs> from what I understand um, anyway. Anyway, so uh yeah, alright. Well that's cool, man. I'm glad you're doing that. Uh yeah. hey uh, um, anything change about Kirby? Anything improve or get better or worse? Uh, not quite yet. I'm like just at the ha- just after the halfway point of cool. the game from what I've been seeing. Cool, so, cool. Nice. Just replaying some of the older levels and finding new stuff and all that good. All that, all that good, good stuff. stuff. So yeah, cool. All right. And then, uh, hey, uh, I think that's it, right? That's everyone. Is that it I think for us? So. All right, well, uh, a bunch of games have been out, and I do want to do a Fantasy Critic update real quick. Sure. Um, I need to pick a, a new game. Yeah, you, I was about to say, you need, yeah, to go you, do. you need to go do some drops and some signings, because yep. that's what I did. Yep. Um, all right, so uh, looking at things. Uh, so I ended up uh, dropping Suicide Squad and picking up Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, I am still in the lead by a fairly comfortable margin at 78 points with uh, four games to come out later in the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emily is sitting at second place, waiting on three releases with 57 points. Uh, no confirmed delays by any of her games, and we'll know her point total of nine by the end of the year, but by the end of June. 
All right. Uh, so uh, her big winner so far has been Gran Turismo the 17. Aaron has one game out, but it's a big end with 89 points, uh, getting him 19 points on the scoreboard uh, and everything else coming out later in the year. Uh, and then 2023, Jesse's team, Breath of the Wild, is officially delayed, leaving him needing to not only pick... Uh, and remember, everyone, you have 10 slots, so yeah. if you want to go get additional games, you can. Yep. Uh, and But he needs to drop that and pick up another, and he is still sitting at, shocking no one, zero points. <laughs> <laughs> just biding my time, just biding my time. Yep. Once again, if that God of War hits that those mid nineties, boy, that'll turn your team around in one shot. Yep, so, pretty much, yeah. So yeah. Uh, anyway, that's it. Hey guys, guess what? We have social media you can go follow. Hey, please go here. Follow the YouTube. It's important. If you follow any of those, the YouTube and the iTunes slash Spotify are the big ones. The rest of them, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, also, we have a Discord. If you want to conversate with us literally daily, uh, you can. We're in there. We're talking. We're answering questions. We're talking about content creation, MMOs, video games, anime, all kinds of stuff. Uh, and then, yes, we have started watching Moon Knight for when that ends to do uh, ranking the MCU. Oh, right. So, yes. Uh, all right. Uh, anything else, guys? We good? We done? I think I, we're I think we're solid. I think so. Yeah. One, another wonderful week. Uh, we love you all. We'll see you next week. Uh, goodbye. See you guys. See you. Thank you for listening to Super Gamecast 2. Hey, we stream every recording of these episodes live on Twitch. So if you want to join us, you can find us at twitch.tv slash supergamecraft. If you want to see the video version of this episode, be sure to search Super Gamecraft on YouTube to find our channel, where we post the full stream every week. We also stream video games on Twitch. I know, weird. A schedule can be found on our pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Finally, the best place to stay informed and in touch with us is on our Discord. To get there, head to our Twitch page and click the Discord link in our About section. Special thanks to that headband guy for his cover of Ken's theme from Street Fighter 2, and to Overclocked Remix for their collection of video game covers that we use for our streams, videos, and podcasts. That's all for us. We love you, thank you, and we'll catch you later. <laughs>